Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Welcome back to Steven Destroy, the podcast where we're watching every Steven Seagal movie so you don't have to. My name is James. I'm Dylan. And this week we're talking Urban Justice 2007, the return of our good friend uh, Don E. Fauntleroy. Yeah. The, the, the Fauntleboy himself. Yeah, man. What's your uh, favorite Fauntleroy prior to Urban Justice? Prior to Urban Justice? Yeah. Dylan. Because we can't, we can't talk... <laughs> We can't, we can't talk, talk to Urban Justice quite yet. We have some more due diligence before we get to that. Um, well, I would ask you a, a question instead. Uh-huh. I'm going to see your question, raise your question. Sure. Can you tell me the other two movies that Mr. Fontaine made? I think I can, because I think I came across this last week that it was a repeat director. I know Into the Sun is one of them. No. It's not Into the Sun? No. It's not one of them? No. Really? No. Mercenary for Justice? Yes. Okay. Then what's the other one? Today You Die. Really? Into the Sun's not one of them. Okay. Damn, well, I felt very sure about that. So, okay. No. Um, now I'm becoming a little less sure. I can't check, but um, yeah. I'm like 99% positive. Okay. There's Mercenary for Justice, and then the other one I said. Uh, right. Today You Die. Today You Die. Um, and then he also did Urban Justice. Yeah. We've talked about Urban Justice on the show because mm-hmm. um, it was the first movie that we. As a unit became a that statement doesn't make sense. We as a unit became a, aware of Steven Seagal because of yeah. Um, it wasn't my first Steven Seagal movie, but it was yours definitely. And we watched it together, so mm-hmm. it has like a very special moment mm-hmm. in uh, Steven Destroy history. Um, probably without Urban Justice, the past eight months of my life would have been a little simpler. Yeah, <laughs> and a little this more is, peaceful. This is a movie that truly is has a dark place in our hearts. So with that in mind. Yeah. We have some friends. We have some friends. And uh, we're going to go in a little circle. I'm going to introduce our guests. This is our um, uh, most extravaganzas episode yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> extravaganzas. Yeah. Um, let's just let's get into it. Yeah. Um, we have a returning uh, celebrity guest. Yes. Our, um, a fan favorite, yep. friend of the show, the only person who's been on this show more than once. Uh, the only one foolish enough to come back, and he's done it for a second. He's come back for a second time now. Um, this is round three, baby. Yeah. Round three. The hat trick. Round yeah. three. I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing a hat today. I don't know if the viewers can see. They probably can't. But I'm, well, it depends. I'm yeah. It depends if, if the one fan, the one avid fan who's followed us around. Hey, man, you're Marcello. selling yourself short. Well, I meant the, the one person who would come and physically creep on us. That is true. Uh, I mean, you never know. Yeah. You, never know. you never know. Uh, I'm going to ask our guests, you know, a, a little question. We should, we should say his name. Yeah. <laughs> Did I not say his name? I can say my own <laughs> name. Well, I can say my own name. I can very say famous. my own name. We said yeah. Nolan, N-O-L-A-N, that's how you spell it. Yeah. I, I said that he's the only one who's been on the show more than once. So, of course, of course our, our avid, the fans are going to know. Fans are gonna say, oh, fuck, they brought Nolan back. Yeah, holy They're shit. <laughs> this really is. This really There's going to be like episode. jumping, dude. After the, the controversy surrounding his last appearance, <laughs> oh. when he went on that rant. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Joe Rogan those tweets. We'll, we'll ask him about cut the tweets. That out. Yeah, we'll ask him about those after yeah. uh, we we'll um, talk about the movie a little. So I'm going to ask um, the rest of our guests a question that we can't really ask you because we know 
your history with Steven. Yeah. Um, so instead, just uh, without getting too much into it, because, you know, we'll do that later. Uh, what was it like getting back in the saddle? Me? Yeah, oh, yeah oh, you. What, yeah, yeah. Just oh, asking oh, Dylan what it's like to watch a fucking We're going to unveil their characters here in a moment. Well, well I remember yeah, texting characters. the group chat, I can't believe I'm watching a third Steven Seagal movie, and then you replied, oh, that must be so hard. I didn't say that. I said, wham, my third Steven movie, wham. Right, right. that is what you said. And, <laughs> yeah, I was, and, I was but, much but harsher. I was too mad to even pay attention to what you were saying. Like, I was, like, already zoned out at that point, so... I mean, uh, it, it, not very good. I, I I think this might be my last episode, guys. Like, I, it might. <laughs> well, I think we'll decide. Might, that. Yeah. <laughs> might, yeah. I don't no, think. I don't, I don't think I, the guests I, get to say. I yeah. think this might be. It might be too much. It might be uh, too hard on the old. Uh, soul. The old soul. God, imagine yeah. if you could tap out whenever. Yeah. Imagine if you could just stop. <laughs> you guys could. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, like we could. You could. In yeah. the sense that, like, but there would be you have grave consequences. You could like t- tell your guys, like, okay, we can. Can we change the the podcast? topic? Yeah, we'll like, go back to through. who would we tell? We would just do it. Yeah, <laughs> and then eventually we would submit the episode, and it would just not be about yeah. Steven Skull. It'd be about, let's say, Hubie for example, you be Halloween. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh um, shit. Our favorite yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Our next guest, uh, just, a, just a friend. Yeah. You know? Just a good old pal. Just a good old pal. Uh, he was there for the original viewing of Urban Justice mm-hmm. that, um, in a uh, butterfly effect way, ruined our lives. Uh, our, our good friend, uh, Keegan Polson. It ruined my life, too. The first time? Yeah. Do you, do you remember it? I think so. I doubt it was even my first Steven Seagal movie. That's the kind of shit my parents probably like really like. So I definitely, definitely knew Steven before this. And he's, uh, he's out there. So do you know <laughs> what other? I mean, me and Dylan know one. <coughs> but what other Steven Seagal? There's movies no seen? fucking way I would know what they are because they all incorporate like something like Justice or yeah. like <laughs> yeah, a lot of Justice. It's mostly just Justice, and they're all the, just the same shit. Steven's like a former army dude. Which is he's yeah. never he's never been in the army himself in real life or done anything of the well, sort, but he's always don't, <laughs> don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, there's no way you could like distinguish them if you saw them when you're young. It's just like oh, it's this weird hulking mass of a being that was in the army and now he kills people, preferably by crunching them. He really yeah, he crunch. seems yeah, to have a he, crunch fetish. He does love to crunch. Yeah, and um, you saw above the law. Oh God! In a bar. In a bar. Oh <laughs> yeah. Bar. Where everyone should see <laughs> it. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. If you're gonna see above the law, yeah, hopefully I guess it's in I a did public see, space where you didn't put it on. I did yeah. see above the trashed. law <laughs> in a bar at like five on a Wednesday, and I was really buzzed. And <laughs> I just heard some. I, I just heard. <laughs> I just heard some dude, uh, like yell like look at the screen watch how steven runs and i looked up and sure as fuck steven <laughs> runs so goddamn weird i was so happy for that moment please <laughs> tell me you were in moscow when this was <laughs> no, I, this was this was this year this was january of this year wow okay yeah. mm. Back when you could it was a it was yeah. a it was like right at the tail end of bars uh, yeah before bars got what a canceled. way to yeah they got canceled one of my last experiments yeah, they're like, hey man, they keep showing Steven Seagal at bars that, a lot. Yeah. We gotta kind of put an end to this. <laughs> and then uh, let's uh, let's bring out our last guest. Yeah, um, our longtime engineer yes. for the show. We've never actually let him be on before. Yeah, well, he's he speaks a lot, but we've edited, we've forced him to edit out yeah. his we, parts of the episode. We bring him all the way down. So yeah. those those amazing long gaps of silence that you know us for. Yeah, Nick was probably talking to them. Oh, I let it slip his name. Oh, but here it is. It's Mr. Oh. Nick Thorpe. 
Am I not going to be edited out of this one? No, we're letting you in this one. We're letting oh, you in this one. Because this is the a... first time we address you in a way that isn't uh, deeply abusive. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. We're humanizing you. To I our, edit those to out, too. Yeah. Yeah, because they, at this point, they think you're awful. We've, yeah. They, they <laughs> don't, we've done a real smear job against you. Yeah. Well, they're like, well, clearly, if there's an engineer here, he's, <laughs> he's making us do it. <laughs> when, in fact, I'm being held against my will. Yeah. yeah. It really turns the tables. Um. So the, the fourth guest, Pizza Man, on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Listen. Um, <laughs> what about you, Nick? What was your experience with Steven Seagal, Ben? Is this your first Steven Seagal movie? It's the first one I've watched. I watched uh, the, the Ralph the Movie Maker video on Steven Seagal movies. It's great. Yeah. Uh, this is something I kind of briefly allude to because I think I've seen the video as well, is there are a significant amount of video essays on YouTube now about Steven Seagal. Well, we don't talk about other people <coughs> because we have the best Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal show movies. that exists. Well, if you're, yeah, yeah, we certainly have the most in depth. We certainly have the most in depth. Certainly have the longest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody has more hours. Nobody has put more hours into talking about Steven Seagal uh, than us. <clears throat> and we're talking urban justice. Um, for those of you, I guess really Keegan's the only one unfamiliar with the show. Nick as our weekly engineer <laughs> knows it perhaps more intimately than Dylan or I. Yeah. And Nolan as a previous guest and also the guy who uh, started the Steven Destroy Wiki page. That is true. Slot. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, we can dig right into it if you guys are ready. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Um, I was born for this. We can dig right through it. We can go straight through scene by scene, line by line, frame by frame. Can we go to the ending? <laughs> you, yeah. to the ending. Let's, let's that, go backwards. You know what? I, I think... I think Urban Justice, I'm going to say this to James, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, he, he would know. All right, guys. Everybody cover your ears, everybody, yeah. yeah Listeners, I think this, turn is, the off first, the this is maybe <laughs> just the, for This me. is the first movie in quite a while that maybe we can make it through the scenes, like scene by scene we could make it through. Because, I mean, last week, me and James are coming off of fucking tragedy last yeah. week. I don't even I don't remember the name of last week's movie. Was <laughs> Flight it of, te- Flight of Fury? Flight of Fury. Flight yeah. of Fury was a real problem. Well, yeah, I guess I guess a good kind of question to start and I'm just going to say something potentially inflammatory. Do it. Um although I think Dylan will agree and I'm curious what the rest of you guys will think. Yeah. Um I think this is I don't want to say maybe like not the best, but the most complete movie we have seen. Yeah. Yeah. Steven does all of his lines. Steven in this does movie. all his lines, but it's like a movie. Yeah. Like there's like characters and they make decisions that like impact. Yeah, the there plot. are like other storylines <laughs> slightly going on yeah. outside of And they what make Steven's and the movie doing. makes complete sense. Yes, it does. This movie makes complete sense. I like completely understood why people were doing what they were doing and how it was gonna impact the story. Yeah. Um, and these should be bare bones things <laughs> to expect from a film. Yeah. But uh, you guys haven't been watching every week. Um, so the, these are like new to us. These are like. Yeah. It's like seeing an old friend. Yeah. It's, I was like, oh, I, I know, we're in the climax and I know every character and why they're here. I know characters names from this movie. Yeah. I do not even have to look at my notes or like the cast list to yeah. know what some of these side characters names are. Yeah. So I'm going to come out. Huge. I'm going to come out in agreement with, with James here that I'm, I'm not pro urban justice, but like as far as these movies go, I'm as pro as I've been in a long time. It is a serious step up for Steven. Yeah. Um, they make him quote unquote act in it a little bit. They give him like a monologue. Yeah. Any of you guys uh, tear up during his, his tearful monologue about don't his son? Don't remember it. You don't? Oh, okay. <laughs> I watched it like two hours ago. Yeah. Don't remember a monologue. I definitely oh, took notes of that one, and my note is simply, why the fuck is Steven pondering death? 
Because it just goes into like a fucking shot of the funeral and he's mumbling in the background, but he sure as shit is having like a monologue on the meaning of death and loss. And it's like, what the? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just Steven. And like, it, that's a mistake on the parts of the movie makers to do that. I just but remember like his son mistake. like being like faded in over like the tomb. Well, like, I thought that was really weird. Well, the like black and white flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, but oh, that's yeah. like a little later on. We yeah. gotta get well, to no, that. We brought we it up. I, I'm gonna dig into it now. Well, okay. So first off, the movie is about Stephen's son dies, and Stephen wants to find who killed his son. That's urban justice. Yeah. And uh, when he has this monologue, he's talking about how sad he is. His son is dead, <laughs> and we're like, okay, Stephen, we get it. Um, and there's this scene of it'll flash back to the funeral, and then over that flashback, these superimposed images come up, and. Dylan, did you recognize one of those superimposed images? No. No. Uh, no, you're going to have to fill me in on this. Well, the very first mm. one is Steven dressed like a cowboy on a horse. Oh, Fuck. yeah, you're right. Is that from fucking, uh, oh, which movie is it? Is, is it The Patriot? Yes. Yes, yeah. it is 100% from The Patriot. Yeah. And they have taken out I noticed his... he looked younger, oh but I didn't, like, connect. <laughs> no, that is 100% from a movie. It. Yes, no, it is 100% from The Patriot. He's on a horse. He's dressed like he does... The Patriot's a wild one. Yeah. And then he has yeah, a the, daughter. The Patriot's a pretty good one. He has a daughter We take in a Patriot movie. every week. Yeah. And so they took her face out and replaced it with a picture <laughs> of this little boy in a baseball cap. Oh, no. They absolutely 100% did. No. I was yeah. going crazy. Yeah. It, it is 100% the Patriot. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's no way that was they, for like, you guys. Yes, it really was. Yeah, really, yeah. That is what you get. Yeah. That is what you get. Finally, a payoff I, for this. <laughs> the, but, the last episode. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because there's no way, even for this movie, which is like a movie, they would not have no. taken the time to get a horse. No, get that Stephen is no, on it. Dylan. Yeah. I would bet my life. Yeah, that, that is a picture of the Patriot. I absolutely. recognized it. Yeah, yeah. And he clearly looks younger yes. and thinner. No, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, the score fucking blows in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of does. It can, well, can we just talk about that for a second? That's like, pretty par for the course. The, it's like we've had some worse. offensive scores, though. Like this one yeah. was just like planned. I like, yeah. Like, you barely notice it. I definitely yeah. found it to be in the, like, so bad it's good thing. Like, I was, like, score found myself. No, the the score. Okay. Like, I found myself, like, <laughs> dancing comically to a lot of those, like, cutscenes with the score just because I, like, wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Just for the novelty of dancing to, like, terrible cop music. The yeah. score was definitely, it just sounded like fucking, like, early 2000s FPS game, like, menu music. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> just, like, tooting yeah. around in his car and it's playing, like, these shitty, like, not 8-bit beats, like, just above that. I don't know what to call it. It's just, like, these fucking horrible, like, generic fucking toots. Yeah, they're yep. like starter beats you'd buy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like and they, and they're really the ground, loud. Your rap career, and you just need yeah. some beats to rap over. Yeah, they're like Apple Loops. Beats. The score that yeah. played, like, with Max in the beginning was, like, was, like, the room score yeah the the like, opening oh, you the mean room. the best part of the room the score yeah yeah, yeah. i wish part. i would have gone <laughs> obviously i would have gone berserk and they just put the score for <laughs> yeah. but also the beginning of this movie is pretty the room core yeah yeah it's oh. basically just steven's son max and he loves his wife God, he and they are really. they are so happy <laughs> How, uh, how long you guys think they've been he's, married? He's he's happy enough. He's like taking out his camera. Yeah, like, he has before a he camera. He's like yeah. he just has a camera. He's like, well, love he, you, honey. He's going to do some surveillance. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's why he's got gets that a call camera. from his informant. Yeah. Yeah. That he yeah. Needs to before go. I put I that together, I was audibly. I, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, why is why is he? 
Is he just taking pictures of his wife? Like, it's, I don't know. I, like, come to expect, like, a certain amount of nonsense to where, like, at first I don't try to, like, think of why this is happening. This is part of the reason why Urban Justice has sat a little bit better with me. It's like, oh, there's a, there's a reason. He yeah, has a no, job. Like, there is not nearly as much stuff that, like, just seems out of place. I mean, there's definitely some. I mean, it's, yes. like, a, a weird movie. Yeah, Like, a genuinely strange. weird movie, too. Yeah. Not, like, kind of standard weird where it's just, like... You think it's been cobbled together from five other movies? There's, like, intentional choices, but they're just very odd. Um, But Steven's son, he's a cop, and he's doing some surveillance, sees some stuff he shouldn't have, and he gets shot. Mm. You spoiled it, dude. (laughs) You you know we don't spoil anything on the show where we talk about the whole movie so you don't have to watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You you gotta lead up to it. That, this is that's like the first. That's how the movie starts. <laughs> that's the beginning of the movie. But you don't you don't know yet. You know you, what? You, he just gets shot by gang <laughs> members. That's what. That's what. <laughs> right. I didn't I, say I, who I mean, killed him. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, let, let's just move on. You okay. Let's move on. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> you're gonna be I'm okay. Right. Nolan, if you're okay. Nolan's tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nolan took a shitload of LSD before we. Yeah, did it's this. hitting. Um. So we get to, unless I'm skipping something, we get to the funeral, right, after yeah. after he's killed. So I'm going to pose this to the room. Did anybody have any clue by the way that Stephen was acting at this funeral, that he had any relation to this person at all? No, I thought he was just, like, a random guy in the background. <laughs> like, he was just coming to check the funeral out. Yeah. Or, like, maybe... He was the one who killed him. Yeah, or, like, maybe he, like, like fucked somebody at the funeral uh, and, was, yeah. and was, like, back for more. <laughs> hey, yeah, look, what? look. He's, like, in the background, but it's, like, established he doesn't have a necessarily bad relationship with his ex-wife because he comes up and he's like, I'm going to find who did this, don't well, worry. His ex-wife so there's like, was there's kind no of re- there's no re- There's no reason for Steven to not be there. There's no reason for him to not be standing there. He's just, yeah. like, off in the fucking distance for no reason, just, like, brooding with his weird, like, shitty Matrix glasses on. Well, does yeah. he actually <laughs> say anything to his ex-wife? Because I, I remember being amazed that she just says stuff to him, and he just doesn't reply, and she just keeps talking at him. Yeah, that was probably I was like, Im- Yeah, I was like, imagine, <laughs> yeah, imagine like just, like, continuing this conversation <laughs> with yourself. How yeah. you at your son's funeral, and he won't even talk <laughs> he, to like, you. He, like, took a vow of silence to never speak to his ex-wife again. <laughs> He's like, honey, you haven't spoken to me in a week. Please, if you don't say something to me, I'm going to go to a lawyer. He yeah. just rolled over. It bed. is bizarre because like, <laughs> I was sitting, uh, sitting in my bedroom watching the movie, and my younger brother, was. we were hanging out and like, watching soccer before I put the movie on. And he, so he like, comes back in. <laughs> I have to explain what I'm watching. And I'm like, all right. You didn't, you didn't rush to turn it off really quickly. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, like, I like, turned the laptop to him. I was like, all right, check it out. Let's see if Steven's actually going to deliver his lines. And to my surprise, nobody delivered any lines. Yeah, uh, Steven stood there in complete silence during the funeral. As, <laughs> well, as his the, when the movie opens, it's um, Max, the son, and his wife. But they're like in bed, and Max is kind of shrouded, and his wife's on top of him. Yeah. And so I just assumed that was Steven. Yep. <laughs> and even though it was somebody else speaking, it didn't, of course, deter me. I was just like, oh, yep, Steven's getting his lines dubbed by someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Steven's um, already, like, having sex with a woman, like, 20 years younger than him and has his lines dubbed. We're back for more. But yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just another, this one's another, par for the course. Another yeah, week. Just another one of these. <laughs> another week, another Steven. Yeah. Um, But, wait. So, yeah, he he's at that funeral, and it isn't. It doesn't seem like he has a weird relationship with his ex-wife, aside from the fact that he doesn't say a word to her. Yeah. But she, like, is very just, I don't know, casual to him. There's, mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be any animosity. And, yeah, she's a, a good actress. There's a lot of good performances in this movie. Yeah. Definitely. You can usually judge 
the way the like how good the other performances are based on how good Steven seems to be doing. <laughs> and like the more aware you are of what a horrible actor Steven Seagal is, that just means the better everyone around him is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and almost like everyone in this movie certainly is better than Steven. Yeah, 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 and like to a degree, there's certainly like performances like we'll get to uh, where it's a very weird choice, but I don't feel like it's the actor's fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and one other thing I want to say about this funeral, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, and maybe there's somebody here that would have more knowledge about this than about I would. Army but they funerals. do a twenty-one gun. Salute. Yeah, they play 21 Guns by but Green Day. They do it with <laughs> shotguns? <laughs> I, like, I, so I didn't notice yeah, that. I, I noticed that. I was like, this is just like, they probably had like cheap like metal props of these like pump shotguns. They're just like stamped like chrome and they just have these sitting around. <laughs> it's spraying they, everywhere. They sure as fuck do. They're we like, all right, cover. everyone get ready to salute. And they're it's like, oh God. Yeah, I was going to take down a fucking flock of seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> I was particularly really glad we had Keegan on because I knew if anybody would know, Keegan would know. So yeah, I was like, they they don't do this with shotguns yeah, normally. They definitely do they? don't. <laughs> they don't go. Ch-ch-ch. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was great. I I laughed at. Ready to do twenty one guns with my automatic rifle? It's gonna take three seconds. <laughs> yeah, they have to empty a clip every time they every time they do it. Um, a twenty one clip. And the, uh, the, <laughs> Just the empty other, it. Yeah. The other thing that's weird is later he calls his daughter in law. His his son's wife. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you must be Simon. Max told me so much about you. He said such good things. Yeah. So, like, he never met his son's wife. <laughs> but, like, they had a good relationship, apparently. Yeah, they were incredibly close. Yeah, yes, he's incredibly. <laughs> yeah. It is, like, weirdly implied Stephen, like, came from somewhere else. It never, like, it never even implies how far away he came from or where. But, he like him, but he's like, he's not from here. That's why he's staying at his honestly kind of dope bodega apartment. It's really <laughs> shitty inside. <laughs> I, think, I think the location looks cool. It's like right next to a bodega. He's got the fix, but that's why he's there. He walks into that apartment. And uh, the lady who runs the liquor store to show it to him is like, it's already furnished. He walks in, and that place has been ransacked. (laughs) I actually, I have a comment about this, because this was one of the first things I noticed that was just like, people don't ever act like this. Mm -hmm. Like, this was one of the first things I saw that was just completely, like, not grounded in reality at all. As she walks in, the place is completely ransacked, and she asks him, change your mind like what landlord would ever say that especially aren't they in like la or something they're like in that? la yeah. It's yeah, like find, yeah find me an la landlord that would willingly ask somebody if they had changed their mind like, you yeah. really want to live in my yeah. shithole yeah any actual landlord would be like this is great this is the best Dude, place you're ever also gonna like 180 bucks yeah i well, feel like and they pay by the week and like, is that normal? And, and also, that's still really cheap for a month in yeah, Los Angeles. Four hundred dollars, yeah, or, you know, something. You know. Yeah, I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> Six hundred dollars. Um, here's my question for Dylan Jones. Yeah, and probably other people here too. Maybe it's not a question. Um, but we're doing a, a real throwback mm. to uh, the the earlier days. One, the movie makes sense. Yeah, and then two, we have some Breaking Bad actors uh, in the film. Danny Trejo returns. He sure does. I love that. Um, yeah. And he's, yeah. Was so happy to see Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah he Me brings too, us man. like a whole, a whole other level. Yeah. Like, when you he can actually up. see on my note sheet, I just wrote Danny Trejo in all caps when he came on the screen. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, that's him, man. I, it's so exciting to see Danny Trejo. I, I, I 
actually think Danny Trejo might be one of the people who's worked with Steven Seagal the most. Yeah, this is uh, uh, counting Machete, which we'll get to later. This is will be three times yes, with Steven. Yeah, and I don't know. Of, I can't think of any other people. Um, but then also this woman who owns the liquor store, her name, the actress, is Carmen Serrano, mm-hmm. and she played the vice principal at Walt's yes, school. Yes, that's right. Oh, and so, shit. And yeah. again, my younger brother watched maybe the first 15 or so minutes of the movie with me, and the first time we saw her, he was like, I recognize her. And I was like, I, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. I doubt you know somebody that's in a Steven Seagal movie. Danny but Trejo. yeah, it, but, then it, <laughs> but then again, besides Danny Trejo, but then again, it's like, yeah, well, maybe I should have checked Breaking Bad <laughs> yep. because that's usually where they come from. Yeah, we haven't had one in a long time. That's but, true. Um, Earlier in his career, he seemed to run into the cast of Breaking Bad. Well, and something Keegan mentioned too. This is a little bit off topic from the Breaking Bad thing, but like well, Keegan, Ke- anyway. Keegan mentioned that uh, we don't know where Steven came from, and he's sort of this very enigmatic thing in this movie. And for once, I kind of dug it. No, but that's how it should be. Yeah, like there's no chance of exp- explaining it. He doesn't explain it. He gets asked uh, several times and will not explain it. And I kind of was into. No, it. that is the but that is the way to do it. Like yeah. if you because all of these movies are the same, mm-hmm. and all these movies he's got some shady past that lets him be a badass and the, the always the toughest, coolest man in any room. Yep, <laughs> and it's always something stupid. It's always it's almost always just like he worked for like a uh, organization that even like even the CIA doesn't know about. Yeah. Or sometimes he's like an international art thief, which is even weirder. Yeah, or a doctor. But like yeah, or a doctor. <laughs> no, cuz even that one, he like he's a doctor now, but he used to be He's like CIA. Yeah, or whatever. And and in this one he watched a lot of uh fighting tapes. Yeah, yeah fighting. Yeah, he watched God. police story. A lot. I lo- loved that. Uh he yeah, I mean that's like the way it should be because none of these explanations are going to be anything other than just like yeah, sure whatever. So like, why even bother explaining it? The fucking Steven Seagal heads that are like, oh, fuck, Urban Justice is out. I got to check this out. They don't give a shit. They don't. They aren't like, well, I don't understand. Steven's a real Mary Sue in this movie. I never got to see <laughs> <Steven>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think Steven's going to run into that problem. Um, and so we got to the apartment. We got to the, the liquor store in the apartment. And, and so this does bring up a scene that I know is very near and dear to me and James. Because half of our theme song is, uh, is is ripped from this scene, and it's oh. Steven's first fight scene in this movie. Yeah, well, it was an ode to Urban Justice. I intentionally yeah. included a, a little extra Urban Justice in there because it was uh, special. Yeah, it's a big one. But, so uh, yeah. why don't we take our lively chubby asses and <laughs> start fucking talking about this fight scene, man? Look, there's nothing lively about my chubby ass <laughs> when it comes to Steven. Yeah, and the <laughs> listeners know it every week. <laughs> um, I mean. <laughs> There's not really a lot to take through. It's mainly just Steven beats up some dudes who are outside the the liquor store. Yeah. Leaning on his car. Yeah. Beats him up. One thing I, w- I did want to say about the fight scene um, is that he's so he's been at this apartment for all of 10 minutes and has already put three bullet holes in it. <laughs> yes. Uh, before this fight is over. And the lady's just like, oh, man, got a bad one. <laughs> yeah, she, she does not care. She is not like, oh, maybe I have leased the apartment over my store to the wrong guy. And it's been 10 minutes. I doubt he signed any paperwork. Like, he could just tell him to fuck off. She, he, she says they are basically, they've reached an agreement that he's going to live there. And then he's like, oh, by the way, my name's Simon Ballister. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was actually one thing I did find weird also about his, like, mysterious backstory or whatever, or how he just refuses to tell anybody about it, at least, mm-hmm. is, I, I wrote this in my notes as well, I found it really conspicuous that he, like, finds an apartment in this new neighborhood that's, like, riddled with gangsters that he intends to probably kill or torture for information, Yeah, and the first thing he does is approach a complete stranger 
and offer everything about why he's there and his real name. <laughs> That's true. He yeah. does. He like he walks in that apartment and he's just like, you know, uh, you know that cop that got murdered. That was my boy. And she's just like, oh, uh, yeah. Skin okay. has nothing to Uh-oh. lose. <laughs> yeah. He just oh. walks right up, like, hello, complete and total stranger. I've just moved here because my cop son was murdered, and I intend to find out who did it. Yeah. Also, my real name is Simon Ballister. Maybe yeah. he's doing like an old west like cowboy shit. Like he just showed up in town. He's I'm looking for the fellers who killed my boy. They can find me here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the thing is, is like Steven Seagal like doesn't need to lie. Like whoever the fuck comes up to Steven Seagal is just gonna get like their neck snap. Well, yeah, he, he just yeah. has nothing to fear. Like he yeah. it, like no matter the amount of people. Like well, he, he, and, and you say that, but I will say from experience of watching all of these movies, the ones where Steven tries to be undercover. <laughs> Um, there's something like almost worse about that because, <laughs> because then you have to see Steven pretend to be somebody pretending to be somebody. And like, yeah. I, I'd rather him just be like, I'm Steven Seagal. This is why I'm here. And I'm just like, good. Yeah. This is fine. I can work with this. It's like taking the Terminator approach is like better just to walk up and be like, yeah, I'm here to fuck shit up and you're not going to stop me. Yeah. yeah. I, and I mean, that like plays to his quote-unquote strengths yeah. and if he had them yeah the, not, one, the, the ones that, the ones that they tried really really hard to explain in the early 90s and just couldn't yeah. uh, in our opinion i guess some people do like those movies so maybe yeah. maybe we shouldn't say it didn't work for i guess for some people i mean it, it worked did. enough it, yeah, it enough certainly did he was made very, 50 movies he was very very popular um in the early 90s yeah um but yeah, you get yeah, yeah. Oh, Steven, Steven puts glasses on in this movie he wears glasses occasionally yeah it's, it's like we're getting closer to full-on goatee glasses. I was gonna say Steven. I was a little disappointed I didn't see a goatee in this movie yeah. I didn't know what I was gonna expect when I saw the cover I saw there was no goatee I was like ah mm-hmm. a younger <laughs> yeah we're still working up to the goatee yeah he can still stand up in his movies yeah well, so he does some investigating he has all his son's like belongings files and he finds this one police chief's I think he's the chief. I actually have no idea like who this dude was but he had his own office yeah so he was somebody important in the police force the people um, who wrote this movie don't know what his position was. It's just like a, <laughs> yeah. a police officer, yeah, but presumably of a high standing. I yeah. don't know. Um, yeah. He's got an office. He's yeah. a somebody. Well, Steven finds this dude's card, and his so- <laughs> every fucking week when I'm gonna like pick apart one of these movies, I always say like I feel stupid for even trying to like pick it apart. But come on, his son worked for the police force, and he finds one of his like sons bosses maybe or at least co-workers cards in his stuff and is like well i should investigate this yeah <laughs> um, it, it's got his phone number on it and then steven goes to talk to the dude presumably at least this is what i got from it he wanted to like get that guy to write his number on another card so steven yeah. could make sure that they were the same yep. number yeah 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 and then and then afterward calls that phone number immediately in the office like to make sure it's real. Yeah, it was a yeah, very he weird didn't even leave the room. Like, yeah. But yeah, the dude was, like, in the hallway. Like a creepy dude at a bar. Like he's worried that this, like, this yeah. police chief ghosted him. When he, <laughs> when he just walks in like, hey, you knew my dead son. Can I call you for updates on my son's murder? And the, like he thinks the chief's just going to be like, yeah, another bereaved parent. Give him the fake number. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an, a thing I found weird too about why, why does he handwrite his number on all his cards because then I'm wondering 
what's the purpose of the card in the first place? He's like, <laughs> no. I'll give you my card, and then just picks up a small piece of paper with just his name on it, and like has to write his phone number. <laughs> yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just now, have that printed as on the card? Who, who, for a living, helps people buy their own business cards and, and the like, it doesn't surprise me at all that this fucking <laughs> idiot dude <laughs> would go online and just be like, well, it's got my name, and and Dad, I work for the cops. What else do they need? They know my number. It's 911. <laughs> like this was the moment where I knew something was off about him. Oh, really? It wasn't the fact that they spent time with him at all? Yeah. <laughs> this was this was where, where Stephen called him. I was like, huh, there's some, something off about this. Kid. And the fact fishy. that he said that, that, that there couldn't be anything done about the son's murder. I was like, That's okay. True. That's true. Okay. That's a weird thing for a police officer to say. He's like, like eh, sorry, nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah. you know, they, they killed like, your son in the street. I, you know, like, sometimes no faith in this department. Shit happens. Despite I this, mean, despite fuck, I don't know what you want me to do. Steven doesn't continue to pursue this police officer to like way later. He's just like fucking led all over, I guess, Compton, like on all these different leads, even though like he obviously at this point suspects the police officer. He's just like, uh, I don't suspect him enough. I'm going to chase after all of these other fucking dudes. <laughs> well, he doesn't go and after kill him. He lots just wants of to people, kill people in between <laughs> there. He doesn't go after him until he's explicitly told that man <laughs> by name. Oh, to what? Which also, like, that. there's no way in hell that that man would have done that murder himself. Yeah. Like, there's no way in hell he pulled that trigger. <laughs> no. But that's, yeah, that's a nitpick, as they say. I do also, I don't want to escape this this cop scene without mentioning one of my favorite quotes that I wrote down, which is when the cop is talking to him and he says something along the lines of like, we gave your son's possessions to your wife. He just quickly interjects and goes, you mean my ex-wife? <laughs> That's true. Sick. Yeah. Steven's trying to pull the moves yeah. on the police officer. <laughs> He's like, yeah. hey, I'm single. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see a ring? <laughs> I found that very peculiar well, to interject right there. And then when, yeah. um, not, not the time, Steve. When, <laughs> when my he, son's dead, but I'm, I'm I'm divorced. But ex-wife. What did I say? Ex-wife. Yeah. Let the record show it's when, an ex-wife. Um, when the cop writes his number on that card, it also flashes back to like three minutes before <laughs> when Steven found the original card. <laughs> Just to make sure the audience knows, like, they are the same number. I bet Steven told him to put that in. He's like... <laughs> They showed Steven I, first. There's actually no. Steven never sees first no, cut. No, he, Steven does not do ADR. He, he does doesn't not come into the, the movies. movies. <laughs> Steven, when Steven's done filming, Steven's done. Steven's done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And this does remind me because that's uh, that reminds me of just like Steven tropes in in general. Again, like flashing back to three minutes before and all that. Like uh, Steven also does his bit of like he can't let there be any silence in the movie. Um, in that first fight scene, uh, he like fucking slaps the dude on the head and like tell your boys that I'm coming or whatever. Oh, and then no. as he walks back into his house, he goes, "Yeah, you make sure you tell him." And it's like, Stephen, we didn't need this. <laughs> it's like he just can't let himself go a few seconds without. I guess besides that fucking funeral scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in which he just doesn't speak. He either speaks that's, a lot or, like, not at all. But that's because he didn't have any lines. It's like when they give him lines, he's like, yeah, I'll do something like that. I think he just doesn't know how to do – like, I think he's trying to do, like, uh, like a strong, silent type um, – like Keegan said, like, uh, like an old-timey cowboy kind of thing, like mm. a Clint Eastwood thing. Um, but he, like, doesn't know how to do it. So sometimes it's, like, very obvious that if he's, like, just – quiet and enigmatic that's going to be like quote unquote cool 
Um, and then there's times where he's like trying to be like a quippy badass, <laughs> and he has no idea how to do that. No. So he's just like repeating the same thing, like tell him, make sure you tell him it's me. <laughs> Why I, I feel like he speaks in like five different accents in the movie. Yes, well, I wrote well, this down. I, yeah. like, I didn't want to say is, uh, anything. Well, yeah, this is no. an old favorite here. Uh, yeah, it, this it is perhaps like... the most unique thing about this movie. I don't know. This is. Absolutely horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let Keegan talk about this. This is yeah, he's what do the you language think about, guy. Yeah. What do, what do you think about? What do you Stephen's think about accents? the different dialects that Stephen uses is blatantly movie? like changing how he speaks to people, like if they're ethnic minorities throughout <laughs> the movie, and it's really. It's really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. It's yeah. it's so it's exceedingly cringy. Uh, it is it is something me and James have tackled uh, a few times. Uh, what did Will call it? Will called it. This is Stephen's talking jive phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will see the first time it came up, oh, me and Dylan are both like so. I don't know. We tread so carefully about like. I mean, everything, basically. Yeah, anything but, real Steven does yeah, that's offensive. Yeah, we, like, tried so hard to talk about it on. I think it was submerged. Yeah. And just, like, stumbled over it and just were trying so hard to talk about it. And then Will came on, and he was just like, yeah, then Steven just does his weird talking jive thing. <laughs> but, like, it is. Like, it, it, it really is. is. Dude, he, in different movies, too. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, just a God. thing he does. And he's, it somebody is not white. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's not white gets gets the accent. Gets a different voice from him. It is fucking insane. Oh, yeah, and it really is like the specific voice too is like a deeply offensive comedy character from like the eighties. <laughs> like, oh, like something that like now you would not even have you would not even have heard of that person when they got canceled. Guys, <laughs> I, I want to like throw something out there for you guys. It's no, kind of a hot take. Do you guys okay. think that Clint Eastwood took influence from this when making Gran Torino? At yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, just yeah, like when Christopher Nolan. They're basically the ideas. same movie. When Christopher yeah. Nolan yeah. took all that influence from Black Dawn, yeah. it's no different here. Clint Eastwood and Urban Justice. Um, but I, I am also just gonna say it, and I don't know if anybody else really uh, agreed. But I spent the entirety of this movie because I we have technically seen it before. I really didn't remember like anything about it though. Um, and I spent it so nervous <laughs> um, that Steven was going to say the N-word. <laughs> Dude, Steven, like, Steven gets referred to as the N-word yes. several times. I, I was... I, I was on the edge of my Dude, seat. Please I, don't say it, yeah, Steve. Please, yeah, come on, like, Steve. Please, this is something we don't want to do. Doing, I could see him doing it. Yeah, no, he would have said it like I was. I was really nervous. I was like, I we have a hard time dealing with it. Whenever Stephen does, like, whenever behind the scenes for a movie, Stephen has done something like horrible, and I just really, really did not want to have to come here tonight. I always <laughs> and be like, like <laughs> we're gonna have to it. talk about the elephant in the room when Stephen <laughs> said a horrific slur. I and feel I, like... I, am, I am so. Honestly, proud. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know who. I don't know if it's him, if it's uh, Mr. Donnie. Fottleroy. Mr. Fottleroy, a producer. I don't know. But I am just so proud of Urban Justice. I don't think it was Steven, man. I, there was a look in his eye during those, some of those scenes. <laughs> oh, I, what if I, I just edited it out? There, I they just edited it out like so many slurs. He's an objectively like bad dude, and yeah. I would not be surprised, and that's why I was so <laughs> nervous. Um, but it was a huge relief. Yep. Um, and and uh, jumping ahead a little bit, actually, I'm just gonna do it. Um, the only time that I, I'm pretty sure white people say it um, are like objectively 
bad skinhead dudes that Steven beats the shit out of. Is that correct? I think so. those that are the only right. dudes he calls an ambulance for in the movie. Did you notice that? Oh, no. Yeah, odd level. Yeah, he calls an ambulance for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah true. He, he, he doesn't fucking kill them. murders these dudes, like, dude yeah. after well, dude. Look, I'm not coming blood. here and saying Steven's like a hero. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. But, but he is like, just like the action movie. The rednecks that come out of nowhere. They should, you should get him to a, get him to a hospital. He explicitly kills none of them, and he calls them an ambulance. Yeah. But also, where the fuck do the random rednecks come from? They're just like, yeah, they're just there. They it's just out of nowhere. There's some I, good old boys. The in most truck. like invested I've been in an action scene in any of these movies in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I was relieved when Steven showed up because again, I don't trust Urban Justice. <laughs> so I really thought I was gonna have to witness like some genuine like <laughs> horrific. Yeah, like something really just actually real world upsetting. And so when I was genuinely like, please have Steven show up now. We all know he's going to come beat these dudes up. So just let it happen now before it gets too real. Next like even here. in the functionality of the movie, it is weird because I guess like the, um, like the, the I can't, I cannot think of the word purpose. I, I could not think of the word purpose. Yeah. Uh, the purpose it serves really is just to get Steven and um, the CI into the same car again and in theory it would like make him relate to steven or like connect them like steven just saved his life potentially but like the guy's still mad at steven it does nothing i just thought of something what if steven like called the called the men uh, to get the CIA <laughs> in the car. And uh, that's why he called the ambulance for him. Yeah, they, they were his friends. boys. They're his boys. Oh, God. Yeah, that's why like, listen, fellas, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. It's just going to happen. I think but. that's like a game changer movie theory, it honestly. Is that's awesome. One of, like, I think it, it is it like the singularly. as the villain even more. Than it's singularly <laughs> like the most choreographed fight scene. There's like the really big, beefy skinhead oh, yeah. dude, and he like actually like puts up a fight with Steven. There's like a weird, like, they put their fists up. It well, could yeah. very well be one of his boys. This is the scene too where the, they keep referring they keep referring to Steven as white boy throughout yes, the scene. They do. Keep okay, him white I was boy. making sure I wasn't just freaking well, out. Uh, I was call, like, that dude is white. They keep calling him that, which is this is not a, a new thing. Again, I think yeah, he, Steven's been referred to as white boy by. Well, white Steven will also like to call other white people That's white boy, is, yeah, and like point out that they're white. Yeah, uh, back in the early days. But he, uh, we missed a good line earlier. Well, we we jumped pretty far ahead. Like. Like, remember when he shoots the dude's ear off and is like, I'm doing the fucking now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I wrote that good. down. That was a well, very weird threat to make in that situation. This is the scene he where I decided. Oh, yeah. Was... So I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah. We got to do that top to bottom. Yeah. I mean, um, pretty much all we skipped is Steven goes back to his beat up apartment and um, the CI <laughs> that we've been referring to is there. It was his, uh, his son's informant. And Steven's weirdly, like, aggressive to this dude about being a snitch. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, like dude, he's helping you. Yeah, he's, like, helping your son. And he's just like, oh, so you're a snitch. You're a dirty snitch, huh? <laughs> and actually, well, that's what they call say, you where I come from. Based on snitch. Nolan's whole thing about if Steven hired those dudes, that would actually, like, make the movie a little better if they just fully embraced it and made Steven, like, an objectively bad dude mm-hmm. that was going to, like, nightmarish lengths to avenge his son. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he did say he was worse than the yeah. lead villain. He makes a big deal about, like, what a bad dude he is. And to be fair, he is a bad dude. He is, like, just, like, murdering a lot of these people. He's awful in this <laughs> Um But he's not, like, awful enough. Yeah, he could be more awful. Yeah, because it's, like, still enough to where they can, like, quote-unquote call him heroic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Steven shows up at some random warehouse, and I have no idea 
like where that <laughs> was or how he knew to, that, <laughs> to get there. there. Yeah, but he did. And um, he basically just goes Wait, didn't the CI dudes. like tell him where they were or something? Like, yeah, where I do think that that was part of the CI. Couldn't tell you. I think I remember that. Couldn't tell you. But yeah, so Stephen rolls up on this warehouse um, gets called the n-word as soon as he walks in. <laughs> um, he starts bit, he starts he starts beating the shit out of and people. And that is that was when I got nervous. Yeah. Yes. Because I Yeah, that was, was a scene it, where if it was going to happen, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I was immediately like as soon as they, they like he got called it, I was that's when my heart started pounding. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, please Steven." And so Steven buddy, I've never asked you for much. So, <laughs> yeah, and so Steven does his Steven does his bit where he goes in there and and they say something like he, you know, like he's out of luck or his, his luck's run out or something, mm-hmm. and and Stephen delivers a, you know, a great Stephen one liner. It's like, well, yeah, that's the funny thing about luck, you know. He's uh, like, uh, it can change in the blink of a motherfucking eye, and he Legendary. just starts beating the shit he, out of people. He goes off. You guys both do good Stephen impressions. This is the veterans. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, too. I heard you earlier. It. What? It's an unfortunate part of the. Is job. that true? Yes. I didn't even yeah, know I did Steve, one. Uh, you finally have some good voice work, James. Wow. I wrote it down as Steven Seagal talks like he has a hole in his neck. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. He just kind of sounds like he's all fucked up all the time. He's kind of yeah. stoned all the time, dude. Like, yeah. in a way. Uh, he's probably anti-weed, I'm sure. But This is also the scene where... Uh, Steven the person? I'm, maybe. I bet I Steven gets high. Uh, but he's probably, like, publicly against weed, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. He's friends with Putin, man. That's true. But, I and mean, he, he he's very staunchly environmentalist, which not necessarily is going to mean that he smokes weed. But, like, that kind of goes against a lot of the other political ideals he has, is my point. So, hypothetically, so well, he possible. just makes no sense. Stephen passes sure. you the booth. Do you accept? No, no. <laughs> Stephen passes no. you anything. Yeah. Do not accept. <laughs> you, yeah. No. Yeah, no. You're, you're not going to want. My bar gets fucked up if I'm in the same room as Stephen Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. You've made yeah, a unless, <laughs> in, unless you're at his hearing. Yeah, I think if he were wearing sunglasses, I'd accept it. What? Because, <laughs> like, it would just be kind of like he has his sunglasses on. Like, if you were like, if it were at that funeral, you just you couldn't know? say no. Stephen's couldn't looking at you no. with those sunglasses on. It's already too fucking late. You're dead. It would be his. In the background, yeah. and he passes you a joint, dude, you kind of... I would not accept it. I would not accept Granted, it. Granted, I'm, I'm a male, so he probably wouldn't want to drug <laughs> me. Yeah. But, uh, Regardless. You're pretty cute, Either one. Well, what can I say? Regardless, I'm, I'm getting out of there. Steven talks to me. I'm I'm dialing 9 on my phone. <laughs> yeah. um, this is, of course, Steven, or, uh, where somebody says, fuck you to Steven, and Steven says, I'm going to be doing the fucking now, yeah. uh, as Nolan uh, pointed and out. It's great, great there, line. One of these dudes is um, just a big guy just yeah. a real beefy boy and steven keeps just beating the shit out of this dude <laughs> knocking him down and, and then this dude then. gets up for more it's like borderline like fucking like monty python shit <laughs> this dude just keeps coming up for more and um i think i would say one of the more disturbing murders <laughs> that steven has committed this in is where i started is writing down like this is where film? i started writing down steven has committed two murders by 22 minutes 10 seconds in <laughs> he's also committed torture that's the ear shooting i didn't even list the 
dude he crunched is tortured because he's dead. No, but the I, dude I, I that would he crunched, consider that torture, honestly, because that is a like, long, slow, yeah, nightmare. Like the dude grunted as he like crunched him, and I was well, like, wait, is Steven just gonna kill this man? This and he man sure as shit did. Is laying on his stomach, and Steven just crouches over him, <laughs> grabs his head with his hands, and just starts pulling backwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In front of his friends, too. Like, like Steven, we have seen Steven take people's heads and like break their neck with one arm. If Steven wanted to kill this man quick he could have yep he he just pulls his head back slowly and it sounds like somebody slowly stepping on snow like frozen yeah. snow it is disgusting <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you clarified how he did that because just from what i saw i thought he was choking him and they just still put the crunch in anyway <laughs> no, and i thought that was he's very like, bizarre he's breaking his neck he's he holding like, his head he like and just breaks his spine <laughs> yeah D- like it's a Jesus. very weird kill, man. It's very weird kill. That is not something a hero, uh, we say this all the time, that, that is not something a hero in a movie does. No, it is just not. It is not. That is not something I've seen James Bond do, <laughs> his way of killing the yeah. bad guy. Yeah, James Bond does rip someone. What was the movie where Steven ripped somebody's throat out? Shadow Man. <laughs> Shadow Man, yeah. yeah. We've seen some bad ones. He, he Inspiration for, for that one Rambo scene where Rambo like rips some dude's throat out. All the greats <laughs> are inspired by Steven, apparently. <laughs> Um, this next scene, though, we get introduced to uh, the fact that the police officer is is in with the I guess the East Side uh, gang, yeah. and that is the name of the gang. Yes. Uh, as, as Danny Trejo will will tell us later, I think they're literally just called the East Side Gangsters. Yep. Um, yeah. And so we find out that their leader is in with the police officers, yeah. and some of their cronies come and tell them that Stephen has killed everybody, <laughs> um, and they really harp on how big Steven yes. is. And this and whole movie. I Paul love Bunyan. it. Yeah, they yeah. called him Paul I Bunyan. I love that so much. <laughs> I, I was so, I was ha- I never feel happy watching these movies. Yeah. I was happy. I was no, like, wow, they, this whole they're movie, talking about they it. They make Fuck. a big deal. They just keep calling Steven like that big motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he's um, a pretty big dude. Or like the big yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> the one dude who's eerie shot off like the whole scene just keeps <laughs> he going. Says what? He just keeps yelling like, what? <laughs> I it's, thought it's that was funny. such a good bit. It's like fucking uh, like David Lynch. And I was just going to say that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> Bro, we talk about him a lot, don't we? I, this we, is two weeks running now. Literally last week when you brought it up, I was like, we have, we've talked about David Lynch several times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it reminded me a lot of that. I wish they leaned into it more. It was yeah. a very good bit. That scene great. also has uh, one of the most bizarre and enigmatic quotes from the entire movie that I have written down to my best estimation what it was, but reading back, I just refuse to believe this is words that came out of somebody's <laughs> mouth. When the main dude, I think it's Armand is how yes. you say yeah, his name. Armand, yeah, uh, I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. He, he threatens one of his like thugs with the threat of he's going to dip your motherfucking ass in hot olive oil and put you in roller skates. <laughs> that was the most bizarre thing I've like ever heard. I was like, what what would that do? Earlier when I was talking about how like there's a performance that it, I think would be considered good, but just they had to make some weird choices. Yep. Sorry yeah. about Armand, because this character genuinely like bizarre. And so I'm going to ask you, James, a question mm-hmm. specifically. Where, because when I think of the best Stephen villains, there's Out for Justice with mm-hmm. uh, Richie Madano. Richie there's um, uh, God, I'm not going to remember <laughs> his name. <laughs> I can't even remember. More it's, than it, it, it's, it's under siege. Villain. It's uh, um, 
Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. I don't know his character name. I, well, I, I couldn't remember Tommy Lee Jones's name. Two Face. That was the problem. Yeah, Two Face. <laughs> Two Face and Under Siege. And then and honestly, Armand. And oh. maybe the guy from Above the Law, because he was. I, I hated oh, him. yeah. yeah. He, he was really Zagon good. Zagon or whatever? Yeah, Zagon was great. Yeah. He's um, pretty good. But in terms of like villains that are like recognizable, memorable, I think yeah. Armand is kind of a, a top three pick. Um, Dennis Hopper and Ticker. Yeah. Well. Uh. <laughs> Ticker Hopper else. from Bugs Life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from Bugs Life. Yeah, same cinematic universe. Damn, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, they put Steven in the Pixar world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's one of the plush things in uh, the little claw um, game. So no, yeah, I guess Hopper that was Hopper is in Steven's world. Oh yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> it's um, all Steven's world. We're just living in it, man. <laughs> and so yeah, I guess that was kind of. I didn't really ask a question, <laughs> but like, where do you where, where do you rank Armand? Like, the, would you rank him highly? I guess. Is I question. guess. I mean, I think I'll remember him. Yeah. Like, I think that we will be able, if we're talking about villains, we'll be able to go back and be like, well, Urban Justice yeah. had a memorable one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I enjoyed watching him like yeah. I did with well, Richie Richie's or yeah. um, both of them in Under Siege. Yeah. But he's interesting because mm-hmm. this motherfucker loves to riff. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah. We, yeah. We got to have this storm. man on the show oh, yeah. <laughs> because he, he would fill in all the dead air. This dude <laughs> loves to riff. So much of his scenes are just him like talking to himself, going off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the helicopter scene. The helicopter scene. This oh. scene ends with him sitting down alone and just doing a Scarface bit yeah. to himself. Yeah. Like practicing his impression. <laughs> and then later he does it again. Yep. Yeah. He's he been a working real on it. Scarface thing. Yeah, he loves that movie apparently. Yeah. That's what he aspires to. Um, but Ar- Ar- yeah, so Armand and the dude. I don't. I don't remember his name. I remember a good amount of names in this movie. Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. Yes. Shaw. It just came to me. Yeah. It's Shaw. Shaw. It just came to me. I think it's Frank. Well, because I I was trying to think the whole time what his name was. Yeah, I think it is Frank Shaw. Yeah. It's like good oh. cop name. I gotta yeah, be honest. A, you know what? That is <laughs> I like that. Good cop name. Simon Ballister, by the way. Good Stephen name. Very good Stephen. Yeah. Name. Very strong. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he so. <laughs> Stephen's whole thing that he keeps saying is that he doesn't care who ordered his son dead. Or like anybody else that's involved, he just wants to know who actually killed him. Yep. Mm. Which from the start seems flawed to me. I mean, Very absolutely weird. get into that later. <laughs> yeah. But I think personally, and I don't have a son. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finger, fingers crossed, Damn. boys. Um, I don't. I don't have a son, so I, I. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like someone murders my son. I decide I'm gonna go full death wish mode and get revenge i think i'm gonna go after the people who ordered the hit as well as the trigger man yeah maybe that's just me maybe not even the trigger man yeah maybe the guy who ordered it you know maybe because to me the trigger man like he might have might not have a choice yeah no i mean i think i think i would go after the trigger man too yeah i'm less confident about that though i totally agree that one's more of a question mark the one you're really going after is the one who was who decided like your son needs to die. I, I think it's like it depends on how much like capability you have. Because if it's me, Dylan Jones, I'm just gonna go after the guy who, who ordered it. But if I'm Steven Seagal, I'm going after both. Like if I'm like a like a uh, infallible uh, kill everybody in the room, no matter how many weapons they have, type of guy like Steven, I'm just gonna get everybody. Well, man. yeah. Well, like the the go to the 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 first step is the guy who ordered it, no question. Yeah. And then the trigger man becomes like the 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 number two. Yeah. But um. Well, 
See you, Nolan. <laughs> yeah, we've driven, Nolan. He's going. we've driven Nolan off the show. <laughs> Nolan, Nolan's tired has, of it. Has absolutely um, left. Yeah, Nolan has um, said, "You know what? <laughs> Fuck this." I don't blame him. Honestly, I, was, I, did I might too go too. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know what? Let's just turn the camera or the cameras. Yeah, uh, I genuinely kind of think Stephen doesn't kill both of them just so the Armand character can deliver like his last few lines at the very end of the and movie because they're that. some of the goofiest shit that we do yeah. have to save because yep. they're. Yeah, for me they were by far the goofiest lines Anybody, in the whole thing. I mean, they're they're Regardless. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, they are worth saving. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. I did write that down. I found that very weird that he makes a point to say it many times. Like, <laughs> I don't care who ordered the hit. I just want to find out who pulled the trigger. And especially, it seems like he has some sort of background or at least empathy for people that are in like the the whole crime thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I, like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. He like he like flames Gary for being a snitch and thinks he seems to have like some amount of like gangster sensibility about him. So I think he'd understand yeah. the hustle of being a low level like gunman for like a larger operation. Yep. The so maybe man. you want to find the dude that pulled the trigger, but I'd hope you would understand that maybe he doesn't have much of a choice in the matter, and you'd be more concerned with the person who actually set it in motion. Yeah. Instead, it's the complete opposite, and the guy who decided his son needed to die, he's fine. Yeah. That guy's cool. Let him off the hook. And I will say that the movie, on some level, is better at handling that than I thought it would be, because they really humanize the, the trigger man quite a lot. There's a scene in which Armand explains that if he doesn't kill Steven, he's going to kill his family and his his child yeah. and things like that. It's like, it, you know, it's really on the nose, but it's also like, well, at least they care to do this. Yeah, at least it's not just bad guy, bad, good guy, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Steven guy, Steven. And Armand is just bad guy, bad. <laughs> but, but like, and Steven guy is Steve. But even, even Steven guy's not quite as Steven as yeah. he, he normally is. Like, Steven has a weird amount of self awareness where he, he's, he knows he's a fucking terrible dude. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, I think that the Stevens that we are so used to would not, um, have spared Armand, which we've already addressed happened. Um, And again, I'm not sure I necessarily think that makes sense regardless, (laughs) but I think making that choice at all definitely is like an attempt at a more well-rounded character than we definitely have seen before because every like movie from the past like three months would be just Steven like, here's a list of bad guys, Steven's working through the list, movie's over, fades to black the moment, like the moment the last person's (laughs) body hits the floor. I can't um, believe they made Armand kill like one of his girlfriends. That wasn't good. That was bad. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is a really bad very guy. Weird choice. Yeah, um, they really needed to harp on. As if threatening uh, uh, the trigger man's entire family wasn't bad enough. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna go commit a murder. Yeah, I'm just gonna kill one no of these reason. women that's hooked on my drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, there's a scene where uh, he he's in his like loft or whatever, and. Um, we can get to the specifics of the scene later, but at the very end, he's doing one of his weird soliloquies and uh, is just like, I haven't killed, what is it, like, I haven't killed a bitch in a week, and then just walks off camera, and you hear a gunshot. <laughs> That's the transition. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's, the transition. It's, it's on the cut. It's yeah. like in the cut to the next scene. Very yeah. weird choice. Very um, weird choice. I did good editing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, shout out to the editors. They did a great job, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I do want to mention, too, one little like thing that happened in passing before we sort of get into this next little stage of the movie. Is Steven, at one point, is on the phone again with um, his son's uh, wife or widow at this point. 
And uh, Stephen delivers an absolutely fucking bizarre line at this point about how he hasn't spoken to her since the funeral. And he, he says something to the effect of no, like... No, they did not speak at the funeral. Or, or, yeah, I, we talked about them talking on the phone earlier, so yeah. I couldn't remember if there was two phone scenes or not. But he's talking to the, to the widow on the phone, and he says like, yeah, I just... Uh, wasn't really in the mood to console you. And it's like, what? What the fuck does that mean? Such a douchebag thing to say. Very yeah. weird thing to put yeah, for like, your protagonist. He's like, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna call, I just uh, wasn't really in the mood. And she's like, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really in the mood to be there either. <laughs> yeah. I mean he didn't want to be there. He was in the back away yeah. from everybody. Yeah. Funerals Why are did dumb. he even go? Oh, he was God. like, I can't believe my son would do this. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you died, son. Uh, but <laughs> so the CI tells Steven to go see see um danny trejo yep my hell man. Yeah. yeah my man yeah as a chivo and steven goes to this club and this like homeless man tries to come talk to steven and the bouncer so the, i guess the way that like the movie establishes that the bouncer is like a real tough dude is that this homeless man comes up to talk to steven and the bouncer just shoves him to the ground a homeless man on crutches yeah, homeless man on crutches. yeah disabled homeless man yes. yeah. just gets wrecked by this bouncer to establish his physical dominance and um <laughs> and they never like make it out to be a bad thing well, that that well, is what the bouncer did right no i mean they they do because he like steven takes care of the homeless dude when he comes back down but the bounce, like, it's very weird. Like, everything about that scene's very weird. The bouncer is like, Steven, you can't come up. And then Steven's like, well, what if I gave you $5? And the bouncer's just like, oh, you're crazy. Go on up there, bro. <laughs> like, bro, bro. You're going to give me what? Yeah. Just go upstairs, like, dude. They'll like, handle you. Yeah, it's not like he's like, okay, I will do it for $5 either. It's just like. He's so blown away that Steven would offer that he's just like, fuck, dude, if you can if you can make it back down, you're a real crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Steven goes up there, and there's another bouncer, but for some reason, this one, Steven decides to just immediately disable. Throws him down he the stairs. Just, I'm pretty sure he kills him. His, his, <laughs> one of his favorite methods in this, aside from crunching, appears to be sending people downstairs. Yes. There's a lot of people being launched downstairs, and this is the first one that he, like, goes out of his way to like, I'm going to push him over here a little bit and launch this man down the fucking stairs. And I'm pretty sure he's dead. He yeah. kills the second bouncer because he only showed up with $5. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, shit. I don't, I don't he didn't have any more buy-off. Fuck, I, can, I can't make any more bets. I have to I didn't I kill think this they'd guy. have two bouncers. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I only brought $5. <laughs> he didn't have $5. Oh, you ever think yeah. about that? That's the ultimate bluff. Yeah. Damn. Um, Plot twist, I didn't even have $5. The front door bouncer is really dedicated, though, because he, like, sees this dude die. Like, I'm pretty sure he, like, kind of flops through the front door, and he <laughs> maintains his post down there. He's like, fuck, I can't yeah. walk away from the front door. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he doesn't even run There's up this to homeless help. man here. But then when yeah. Steven comes back, he tries to get his revenge. Yeah. But um, Can't abandon the post, in... or else he's going to take care of this homeless man with crutches. <laughs> yeah, he's going to keep this homeless man in check. Yeah, he's going to put him in his place. Uh, but Steven goes up. Danny Trejo's in the movie. Movie shines. Movie's brilliant. It is always, and I mean, like there are good performances in this movie. But even like uh, the guy who played Gary, I, I, yeah, I didn't know who this dude was. I wasn't like, oh fuck, Gary's in this movie. Yeah, it's Gary. But seeing Danny Trejo, and whenever there's like an actor in any of these movies that I already know and like, it is so like jarring to be watching one of these movies and just feel that sort of like 
dopamine of like a familiar face you like mm-hmm. of just being like wow somebody i actually like and enjoy seeing showing up in a steven seagal movie yeah. and i'm gonna be honest with you like i spaced out for a good like 20 minutes before he got on screen and like that's what like linked me back in yeah. i was like D- i i don't think i was even paying attention to the opening <laughs> credits so i didn't know danny was gonna be in the movie but but like danny came on i was like oh fuck is he gonna no, be the- came in from the other room when he heard <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's like oh a voice familiar to my uh, ears are those the sultry tones he of- lifted up like a cartoon smelling a pie just <laughs> <in the> <laughs> yeah. but dude i mean danny's a bro too he helps our boy out yeah he's, so a good dude, he's yeah. like a good he's everything about that character he's like really down to earth and steven's like um he tells steven that steven got sent in the wrong direction and he was like yeah why would i kill a cop and uh steven's like well my son you know busted up some of your operations and Danny Trejo is just like yeah but that's like that's the game bro <laughs> like why yeah, would I really kill a cop for that attitude on that one it's, he's such a chill guy yeah he's yeah. so laid back he like, he's just like Steven you want some tequila hell yeah man and then Ed, Ed Steven's like I feel like you're just sending me after your uh you know, you're just sending me after your competition. And Danny Trejo's like, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it, but it's because they killed him. Ah, man. Like, I, okay writing. Yeah. Like, yeah. pretty good writing. Everything as soon as Danny <laughs> Trejo shows up, it's like Danny Trejo <laughs> just like, I got this. It, it makes you think, like, maybe... Don E. Fontelroy has like some afterburners in him that he just like even he's going through the motions when he's just writing for Steven and he or, or, and he was like oh fuck man we got like a real actor in this well he <laughs> I, I I really particularly after this movie um feel like he might and I, I mean again there's some choices in this movie to where I definitely am not gonna necessarily be like I feel like it's not all his fault um, like in general, just like the overall tone of the movie, <laughs> yeah, and like there's just some very weird uh, racial dynamics going on there, definitely that uh, did make me go on IMDb. And even though I was like, I already know the answer to this, I didn't need to make sure Donnie Fontoy was a white man, which he is. <laughs> um, but I, I do, you can definitely tell that I think the other two outings he had with Steven really, he was being in some way like um i don't know constrained or like he had to deal with some outside uh influences <laughs> that kind of pre- uh prevented him from giving it his all yeah um, chaining down the creative genius of don no, e fontelroy wouldn't say that <laughs> yeah. but um, we need to unleash the fontelroy bro <laughs> yeah. bring the font out <laughs> oh, damn yeah, yeah i want to see the full auteur donnie fontelroy movie Bold where they font. just let him they let him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that's gonna be our uh, Donnie Fontelroy podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> bold font. Yeah, bold font. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah, <laughs> a um, terrible crossover. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stephen comes back down, and the bouncer's like, "Hey, you you killed my coworker." <laughs> and Stephen immediately disables him too, and then goes over to the homeless man. It gives him a bottle of tequila and a sandwich. <laughs> mm. Great move. Which, Great again, move. it's like, are you trying to make him a good guy or a bad guy here? I just have to wonder, like, what a mysterious code this man operates yeah. by. No, that's, that's <laughs> like, my whole thing is even though the whole movie he's like, well, I'm a bad dude and, like, I'm evil and worse than them, the movie, it's still like a Steven Seagal movie and he still wants to be, like, the hero and the yep. best dude both, like, physically, morally, and <laughs> intellectually in every room. 
Yeah. That might really be it, is that they, like, wrote the character and told him, like, you're not a good guy. It is key to this character that you're not a good guy, but he just can't help himself. Yeah. He's like, no, I got to give got to give the homeless guy the sandwich. Yeah, because the homeless guy serves no other purpose yeah. than to receive a sandwich from yeah. Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and Danny Trejo does make a whole thing, because, like, Danny Trejo is, like, a good dude. And Danny Trejo makes a whole thing of like, or, or maybe Steven makes a whole thing of it, but they, the movie makes a whole thing of how, oh, you and I, we're not so different. Hmm. And um, we both serve our people. We both serve yeah. our people. And who are Steven's people? His son, the skinheads. Yeah. does do a. It's all uh, foreshadowing, bro. Does yeah. do a lot of murder of one very specific. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to get some phone calls group. after this from yeah. like, the production team. They're yeah, they're like, dude. <laughs> You figured no this just, shit out. No one's gonna get a mysterious check for just like ten dollars <laughs> from Donnie. Five dollars. Oh, <laughs> yeah, from Donnie Fontor. No, just he's just a crumpled. He's gonna five. He's gonna get a five dollar check, and he's be like, "If you make it through, what's next? You get to keep this." There's gonna be a hit squad that comes for Nolan. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I, I know Steven's racist. I did this on purpose." <laughs> yeah, um, it's his hidden message the whole time. <laughs> uh, so the next scene, Steven and um, the liquor store Alice. Um, and they have a very weird relationship in this whole movie. Yeah. Completely bizarre. Yeah, where like it builds her up like she's going to be the love interest. There's a lot of like um, these scenes where they'll talk for like they'll exchange like two lines of dialogue, and then and they'll be like really basic shit. Uh, like she'll be like, "Come on, Stephen, can't you tell me what's going on?" And he'll be like, "No," and there'll be the next scene. <laughs> and, and this is kind of one of them where she says. Um, like it cuts to them in his room and she's just like, I just want to tell you, I really respect you for how you've handled this whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I did. I wrote this down and just said, uh, yeah, chilling with his conspicuously attractive landlord again. Scene opens with her expressing her admiration for him for like almost no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, one of those times where it's like, what's the point in me even like making this criticism? But like, she's not a character. She is. And, and what's so weird about it is she's not only not a character, she honestly does not even serve a purpose of being like objectified by the movie. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm not, even, I'm not necessarily even sure if that would be like better or worse, but at least it would make like, I would be able to connect. Like they put her in this movie for Steven to sleep. Doesn't with. Doesn't she fire a gun though? Like She does fire a gun, but she does not hit anybody with it. Yeah, and she doesn't even patch him up either. She, no, she, her, she, her brother nurse. She does, does con- like take him cousin, to someone else. Her cousin. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! I guess Winston, bro. Don't slight my man, Winston. That's <laughs> my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> she is such a bizarre like inclusion because again, she's not even like a love interest. She, yeah. she can't, she's not even a one-dimensional love interest. <laughs> yeah, it's a zero-dimensional character. Yeah, yeah. just a complete enigma. They do yeah. kind of edge you there, man. I was kind <laughs> brother, of brother. I was edging the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they do just waiting for the scene. Yeah. No, I mean, like, they do, like, because there's all these scenes of them, and they're, like, in his room together, and she yeah. says that very weird line about really respecting him as he's gone on a murder spree, and um, he does his monologue that we kind of delve, dove into at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Just um, another weird landlord moment, just hanging out in your tenant's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His disgusting apartment. Yeah, Apparently, like, the only tenant that lives there. Yeah, I love like, when my landlord yeah. just hangs out in my living room. <laughs> Well, that and, like, she's just had a long day at work. She works behind the counter of the liquor store. She's like, all right, just finished work. What am I going to do? I'm going to go hang out with my tenant in, in his fucking disgusting and apartment. And yeah. I, I just, I just like him so much. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's pretty good. And I think I, I, now that I've thought about it, I mean, I guess I I would rather see this than if there had been like a sex scene or an applied sex scene, obviously. Definitely. But it's still like weird. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> like at least one I can wrap my head around. I, I definitely didn't want them to be a no, romantically. Yeah, like, I mean, like I I. <laughs> When I saw her come on screen, I'm like, come mm-hmm. on. You knew it's well, happening. Steven, yeah. No. Well, the first time, whatever, Steven needs somewhere to live. She's probably going to come back, but you're not so sure. And then the next time we see her is that very weird scene where uh, they're in the liquor store talking for like two minutes. And that's like the whole scene. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. Well, she's this is Steven's love interest. Yeah, there but it is. she's not. She's just like somebody that Steven kind of knows. <laughs> yeah. Just hangs out and she bros down with Steven. She's, uh, she, she's us. You yeah. know? <laughs> oh, she's the the audience. She's the um, audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh. Is, is, so next we get the boring car chase, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great car chase. Yeah. Two very slow vehicles. Yeah. Slow vehicles. No music. Yeah. Uh, an incredibly strange choice. <laughs> just none. Yeah. They're they're basically like just driving the speed limit, but like they're running stop signs. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of the extent of the recklessness of it. Yeah. The ending of it's kind of all right, if I remember right. It's... There's some really good green screen as well. Yeah. We do get some like uh, 19... some hilarious green. <laughs> we, screen. we get some like 1950s tier uh, green screen. Steven, um, and and the whole time there the uh, during this car chase, it's the CI's brother Isaiah and his friend. And the whole time they're doing like this really played up banter, like like from a completely different movie where they're like yelling at each other. And the one guy's like the friend is like, we're in bitches and cocaine. And then the other dude, Isaiah, just keeps giving him shit how he needs to stop snorting cocaine. Yeah, like a weirdly (laughs) responsible gang friend. Yeah, he's he's just like, you really got to cut that shit out, man. That's not going to be good for you. Like that comes up like again in the movie when he's like mad at him for doing so much coke. Yeah. Like, you really got to cut it out with the coke, man. It's like, you know we're here to murder a guy, right? Yeah. Like, you know what we do. They're yeah. just driving down the street, shooting at Steven. Steven's just driving, not, like, getting hit for half of it. And then he finally gets, like, his mirror shot. But it is such a fucking ridiculously boring car chase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I then- think Steven's car features so much in that movie that, like, it was intended to be cool. Like, I don't know when the Chrysler 300 or whatever the fuck that <laughs> is dropped when it first released, but I feel like it's close to when this movie released because they feature his car so much that it's like this is cool you think this, got a product new, placement. Yeah. this is yeah. a new cool car that's I true remember, like i just wasn't surprised at all that he was driving a chrysler 300 <laughs> i was like yeah figures <laughs> yeah that makes yeah. sense the steven car yeah, it was supposed to be like a like a Smokey and the bandit thing <laughs> where like it was like steven and his car and the car's a character the movie as much as steven <laughs> yeah and it's fucking long. Yeah. Like, it's a long, long car, chase. car chase. Yeah, it's like, missing. we just took a big chunk of the movie out here. Yeah, with this I, definitely, car chase. Yeah. I definitely looked away to, like, check emails, like, yeah. while that one was playing, yeah, like, yeah, on my yeah, phone, because it was just like, holy shit, they're still driving. Yeah, it is very long and very boring. And, and a lot of banter. And Yeah, a lot of banter. And they, like, completely miss him. Like, he takes a turn and drives away, and they, like, come to a complete stop and banter and bicker about, like, why aren't you driving the car fast enough? And then, like, the car chase just keeps going. And then he, like, starts driving in reverse, and then they're, like, driving. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just want this shit to be over. Yeah. Well, like, that was, I think, the thing that 
upset me the most about the car chase is he like spins it around, throws it in reverse, and he's facing directly at them. And, and for like 15 don't... straight seconds, they just don't shoot at him. I, know. I was just shouting at Isaiah. I'm like, just shoot at him, Isaiah. On, he's Isaiah. looking right at you. Yeah, please. Going Isaiah. reverse, <laughs> going reverse in a Chrysler 300, which would be max 20 miles an hour. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> One dude has like an automatic weapon too for a second. Yeah, I like dreamed like this can be it. I want to. I really want to see Steven eat Swiss cheese. Dude. Yeah, we've seen Steven die once, right? One time. Executive decision. Yeah, just the once, right? I think that's a only single time Steven died. death. Does he come back or it, no? He, no it, it he, was, it's not his it's movie. Not his movie. Yeah. Yeah. Steven no. just gets blown to ribbons in the car chase. <laughs> like thirty. Wait, yeah, it's a huge twist. Even if he didn't yeah. die, like the, forty like, minutes. The left. way yeah. he dies, he die, and then Danny Trejo takes over the movie. The, the way he dies in, in the one movie he dies in, though, is pretty good. He gets flung out of an airplane. Yeah. That's <laughs> really good, actually. Yeah. He, like, bounces his head off the top of the yeah. plane because there's, like, yeah. a plane under a plane. It's it's pretty good. Oh, Dark Knight Rises shit? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. This, Christopher Nolan takes a lot from these movies. Yeah. Damn. Um, so what happens next? What do we what do we do after that? Yeah, I mean. Me. After that, I think, is it cuts to the, that's the scene where they're at. Uh, Armand's house. Yeah, because they go and are basically like, hey, we right. couldn't kill Steven. And Armand's like, yeah. why is this big motherfucker beating up all my dudes? Yep. And this this scene actually contains my true favorite character of the movie, which is the one Armand henchman who's like absolutely like shredded. <laughs> like he's, yeah. he's got like cannonball delts and is also so polite. Like yeah. such a nice He's really dude. just trying to get Excuse Armand me? to listen. He's like, hey man, Excuse I got some information. He's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. What the fuck? Like, can't you see him? Trying to uh, yeah. fuck these girls. It's yeah. just, it's. I'm playing Scarface. <laughs> hey, dude, I was doing my Scarface and you interrupted me. Yeah, and he, he like, does ready for curse. the open mic. Yeah. yeah, he never curses. <laughs> He's just like, excuse me, yeah. sir. He looks like, a, he looks a like an intern. Will, and I, I can understand why you related. As as our intern that gets so I'm sure frustrated oh, with me man. and James yeah, and our exactly. abusive behavior. That's why he's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. He was like, guys, can we please and we're like, shut the fuck up, Nick. And you're like, Yeah, okay, but like it's guys, important. Please. James, can you please stop burping on Mike? <laughs> yeah. James, don't eat a whole How do you guys do plate, plate don't of mo- eat, don't mozzarella eat a whole, sticks it was, the show. it was tots and a steak and, or tots and a burger and, and a milkshake. milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> like ten minutes before recording. Yeah. yeah great. That's true. That is that, that's that's yeah. lore, I guess, because you almost had to stop in the middle of that episode well i did start the episode warning that i might (laughs) might, it might be the first episode where i puke on air yeah um we we really had to work to keep nick on board after that (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so yeah it's just a it's just a bad guy being bad scene yeah and steven um does he like logs into some mysterious database yeah that i guess is connected to his weird past this was the only time i like audibly laughed during that fucking movie is he like opens up his laptop and it just says encrypted data stream and <laughs> yeah. screen stream yeah. yeah it said stream encrypted data stream in all caps and he just yep. pulls up all the information on everyone in that fucking city like right there yeah well <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it, this movie is from 2007 <laughs> And like, the, and it looks the same as computers do in like the Steven Seagal movies of like the late nineties. Yeah, <laughs> like where like the computer exists to run one program. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. liked it. Like the UI of the the I guess it's the LAPD database. He, Is that I think correct? He, I think he used his mystery database to then log into the LAPD database. I just found it conspicuous that the UI for this like presumably pretty advanced database of police information has at most like three available buttons hey hey, dude i'm gonna just lay this out there i was getting my fingerprints like a month ago for for my job 
Yeah. Just so, just so, just yeah, so you guys know, no like it was, it was, it was a couple, it was a couple <laughs> months ago. It's just for IT shit. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't work for the FBI. Mm-hmm. And you know who else would say that? Stephen. He would not. That say is that. true. Stephen would true. never deny working for a government organization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I didn't, okay, no, fair. I'm getting I meant Stephen and Windows a film. XP yeah. on the fucking machine. Windows XP. That's like from fucking like 1980. Or some <laughs> shit. Maybe right? maybe Steven just knows that because he actually does work for like every government yeah. agency. And I'm They're joking. Like, it's from 2003, guys. Uh, just just no. Damn it. Uh, the just, bit rested no, on no, you, man. We were gonna get we were gonna get killed with tweets. Yeah, everybody's gonna be saying when. <laughs> Windows well, XP actually, was not from 1980. That doesn't I, even make sense. I don't want. That's the thing. I work. I no, said I, I work in IT. It. I don't want my company to hear that <laughs> shit get and, get, fire. and fire me and be like, "Oh, you don't you know, know about Windows XP? You're gone." Um. And all, what I really liked about this scene is Steven does this voiceover of him reading everything <laughs> and does this really weird voice. And first off, very impressive that Steven does voiceover. Yeah. All these other movies, he won't even like record his own ADR. So him doing additional dialogue in post, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I just really like the way he says shit. He's like looking over different uh, people's like rap sheets and he's just like, Murder. <laughs> no convictions. Yeah. Welcome back to Fuck Talk. He just sounded like he was hungry the whole time. <laughs> like he, hungry. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Hung, hungry to kill. Oh, Burger with yeah. dots and a milkshake. Steven just gets Damn, distracted. Dude. Just pops open another tab with like Grubhub in it. <laughs> that's a, Starts looking over the menu. Maybe, mm. maybe that's our final project. Project James for this show is that we have to what? we have to write a, a whole Steven movie called Hungry to Kill. Hungry to Damn, Kill, dude. God, that'd be so dope. <laughs> delivery, yeah, for delivery of delivery, delivery for, for justice, delivery for justice, <laughs> or Steve, delivery of justice, delivery of justice. Steven plays a Grubhub driver. Yeah, he's yeah. a Grubhub driver. Ex CIA. Uh, he does not kill anybody. <laughs> oh, he kills everybody. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. kill everybody. He's, he's gonna stalk them like Michael Myers. Okay. He just uses Grubhub oh, yeah, as an excuse, yeah. like as All a right. cover to like delivery kill people. of justice. He's a Grubhub driver and um, ex CIA, and he like witnesses a crime. You know, like on a delivery, yeah. but then somehow whatever he like supposedly coincidentally witnessed is like tied directly to him and his past. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Abs- but it's sponsored absolutely. by Grubhub, so like he always gets their food. Fast. <laughs> he like, wears like a Grubhub visor. He's too fast. Video. That's how he witnesses the murder. They're like rolling from Grubhub. It, all those other delivery places always take like forty to forty minutes to an hour, so we have plenty of time to do this slow murder. <laughs> but then Stephen shows up at thirty minutes or less. Damn. Doing All like right. burnouts Grubhub. in his yeah. oh, We're doing a three minutes or less bit now. What? <laughs> oh fuck! Grubhub's like, don't say that. <laughs> fuck. Oh, I thought we were. I we were going down to thirty minutes or less bit. We're yeah. Oh, it. you were saying Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, Nolan was saying that because he doesn't want because. <laughs> let's let's, let's like, take into this joke. <laughs> Nolan said that because he was like Grubhub wouldn't want us to put out there that it should come in thirty. Minutes or less. Yeah, dude, that's like. I thought he was saying that because they wouldn't want to be associated with the season. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, both work. Both, both do work. work. You know what, man? Great joke. All around, good bit, fellas. All right, guys. Well, let's, this has been stupid. Yeah, let's wrap it up. My jokes are like onions, bro. Yeah. That said, um, they stink. Make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Bad for let's dogs. Get, let's, let's get let's, let's get rolling, boys. We still got a lot of movie to go. We've been here. We've been here a while. Do so. we though? Wow. Not a lot, but yeah, because my I, notes, my notes kind of end. I kind of tuned out right, here. Too. Right after, <laughs> well, right yeah. after the encrypted data 
theme thing, I guess. We're like out of order because I wrote yeah. about rednecks after that. Yeah, the rednecks yeah. happened but it's after like that. An hour and six minutes in, I wrote, "This is excruciating. I honestly can't do this anymore." But I'm <laughs> taking notes. Did you finish but, uh, the movie? But, uh, yeah, but an hour and six minutes in is where he gets really killy, and that's where like uh, there's not really oh much God. more dialogue. I don't think like yeah. he just starts really fucking killing Again, people. He doesn't call an ambulance for any of these dudes, man. It's a little fishy. He's, he's yeah. unloading entire magazines and everyone he kills. He has unlimited ammo, obviously, because he. God, but like, I, f- I feel like it takes a single bullet to kill a lot of people. And Steven is just like watching these people, like, blah, 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 they blah, fall in slow motion, like, every single one of them. Yeah, too. yeah, and, and all he shoots in real time. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, the yeah, basically, like, the next major scene is Steven goes, he and I have no idea how this happened, but he follows the the east side gangsters they're having a meeting with i guess the west side gangsters that um, sure. turns out to be a uh, a setup and all of danny trejo's men and presumably danny trejo are killed and oh. uh, armand and shaw get away with all this cocaine and cash and then they go to steven's apartment and come after him and that's like the next big set piece yeah. is this shootout at the liquor store it's great um, they amazing. just sent a fucking army yeah. <laughs> to take out Steven. And it's amazing. So they like break the door down and they, they come in one at a time so That's that Steven can pump of all died. of them full yeah. of lead. They're, like, they're coming in the door and he gets at least eight of them. Yeah. As they're just, like, they run single yeah. file. Yeah. I thought about Steve, that. Steven was camping. It was no fair. I thought about, I know, I thought about it. It honestly is like how I play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Just, yeah. You camp at the door the and they'll door. just run in one by one. You just mow them down. Like, yeah, and there's like, like a pile of court full of there bullets is, right there at the is door. There is a big, like, kind of vibe here. Like, Donnie Fauntleroy and... <laughs> why I pronounce it like that? Fauntleroy. <laughs> Donnie Fauntleroy. <laughs> Don't eat. I feel like they approached all the dudes to, like, fall in the same yeah. way, too. Well, no, yeah. I was just gonna say, it has, like, a really big, like, Grand Theft Auto vibe. Like, yeah. he, like, played, like, <laughs> GTA and was like, I've got my next film. This is just oh, the man. plot of GTA 6. Because they're yeah. just, like, easily killed fucking dudes. Steven, yeah. like, loots all of his guns from them, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Because he has a better gun, but he just wants to like play with the other guns, I guess. <laughs> it's just He like puts down his objectively better gun. He's like, I'm gonna try these. I'm gonna give one to my landlord too. We're gonna go fuck yeah. these dudes yeah, up. Yeah, he gives her a gun, and, and and we do not even get a scene where she's where he's like, do you know how to fire one of these? Like, you don't even get that. He, nah, it bro. just like cut, and she's got a handgun. Yeah. Nah, dude, she's firing off. I like, I think I was on my phone for part of this scene too, and like, I just looked up and I saw her popping off bullets, and I was well, like, oh yeah. shit. Stephen gets Stephen gets shot, which I think is pretty rare. Very. I actually don't know the last time Stephen gets shot. I guess it's possible he gets shot, but it like is completely irrelevant. Yeah. And here, I mean, it's basically irrelevant. He's immediately healed, but at least he like. Is we do incapacitated. Get flashback scene because of it. Well, the yeah. the weird thing too about Steven getting shot is I think he mainly gets shot because it's Armand that shoots him. Mm. So they want to do something to like assert that Armand is a notch above all the dudes yeah. that Steven just completely <laughs> mowed down in his doorway. It's a video game. But he just shoots him from like thirty feet away while he's standing in the middle, like wide open with no cover and looking in the other direction. And, like, and is does, it really that hard does, to have shot him there? He does shoot him once and then like disappears into the shadows. Yeah, and then just immediately like, runs. Yeah, he, like he also delivers. He also delivers a magnificent line when he shoots Steven. You guys remember this one? I do, I do. <laughs> Please, but, I yeah. forgot. Please Help do yourself. tell me. Well, Steven's of course just <laughs> killed all of his men. 
and he says, Superman, huh? <laughs> Have some of this crip tonight. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. and That's good. He, yeah, he, it's uh, pretty good. I was kind of into it, to be real. He does another line later after Steven gets shot and uh, Liquor Store Alice is shooting. It's like... <laughs> They shoot back them. and forth for really yeah. long fucking time. It's yeah, forever. and he he delivers a line that's like, um, "Do you like dim sum?" Um, wait, I, I hold on. <laughs> <laughs> need to make sure we get yeah, this okay. right. He says, "You like dim sum, bitch? You gonna have some?" And the white dude too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome line. It's great. Uh, and, yeah, just I feel like obligatory action movie criticism, but. It's still worth pointing out because I wrote it down that she's just like straight arming that pistol like it's no big deal, like yeah. no recoils, like completely untrained. No, it never establishes that she might know how to use a gun. Just takes a takes a pistol and oh. starts firing on the head of one of the most significant gangs, yeah. just straight arming it like it a is, seasoned gangster. She doesn't even hesitate. It is, it is made. It is made abundantly clear that she does not know how because as soon as she like realizes she's gonna have to start like shooting, and she's like, she's, "Oh, safety off." She, oh. <laughs> she she's like, "Huh, I um, uh, like starts like having to psych herself up, just being like, "Oh, geez, yep. oh no," and then just full extension, and then, no recoil, <laughs> and then, and then yeah, and then her like Matrix training kicks yeah. in. Speaking of the Matrix, one of my first notes is just that Steven Seagal obviously saw the Matrix and it changed his fashion sense forever. <laughs> Steven, all yeah. of his fits are just like the stupid, like long leather coat things that he has buttoned all the way up with like a black turtleneck underneath that. In yeah. Which is where Dylan got like inspiration years from. after the Matrix came like out. Seven yeah. years. St- Stephen also like, has uh, some ego he wears, reasons. Like he has the glasses, the dumb yeah. fucking coat. I, I think that's it's like what it probably is because he wears that stuff so that way you won't see the um the con- handles. Yeah, the contours <laughs> of his body. But um, I think that what it is is Steven saw the Matrix and like a light bulb went off. He had a brain blast. <laughs> like <laughs> he was like, I, I those God dudes could be could be huge. I have no idea <laughs> how uh, shapely those men are. I'd say that the only the only flaw in this plan or in this idea is is that Stephen would have watched a movie. <laughs> There's no yeah. way Steven Seagal has seen The Matrix. Nah, Do you no think chance. Steven's pissed that he hasn't been put in a in a Project Red video game yet? Oh, he's pissed about not being. He's pissed about not being in something else. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he is. Um, I think he hates to work, so I think he's not pissed at all. <laughs> Earlier, like to get ready for this, I just googled Steven Seagal and then went to news, and the only news for Steven Seagal, aside from him having like bank accounts canceled, was that like <laughs> I guess he desperately wanted to be in Predator Two, oh. and they wouldn't like whoever directed. It. I haven't seen it, obviously. Because I'm because I'm not a nerd. Okay. Whoever fucking idiots. He like really wanted to be I've Predator Two. Yeah. He really wanted to be in, and they wouldn't take him. He was not. I feel like he I've was not that. cast for that. But that's As all the of the articles. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but it was like it sounded like one of them like made it sound like he was fucking pissed. Like he was but, mad. That was he it was a sight not... and sound article? I don't know. I just like 
scrolled down and it was like eight of them. It's like, holy shit, this is like news. Well, it's, some, I guess. it's something we talked about in the Mark for Death episode is how it has some similarities to Predator 2. Yeah. And I have heard, I, cause this, I had a brain blast when Keegan said this. I do think I've read that Mark for Death is Stephen's kind of response to Predator 2. I don't, I don't think that adds up though because I think they came out so similarly. Yeah, that, they like, did come out like really close to yeah, each other. Yeah, to where I don't know if they would have been able to like, yeah, he would have responded that quickly. Is that the one? No, that that's not the one where he talks about the Oscars. That's the one before. That's hard to kill. That's hard to kill. Yeah, that's the one where he talks about the Oscars. Yeah, still arguably the dumbest moment <laughs> in a Steven Seagal movie. Probably not, but it's certainly one of the more memorable yeah, moments. It's, yeah, at least we can remember it. Um, but Steven, yeah, he goes to um, Alice's cousin's house. He's a doctor. Um, Steven... <laughs> He's a very responsible doctor. He's like, for the love of fuck, Stephen, like, don't get this infected, like, seriously. And he's like, no. Speaking of hard to kill. Yeah. <laughs> so Stephen uh, immediately is healed by the doctor. Naturally. Yeah, he's he goes, a nurse. Not, not without not waking doctor. up from his coma and just immediately choking him. Yeah. I really like that Yeah, display. and she goes, stop, that's my cousin. Please. He doesn't Steven. stop right away. <laughs> yeah. He, just yeah. he thinks it about it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Steven's sure. like, do I really want to stop, though? <laughs> but he uh, he goes to um, Isaiah and Gary's house and like beats the shit out of Isaiah because he thinks that Isaiah killed his son. And then Gary finally talks and admits that it was Shaw and that he was there the whole time and knew <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. Um, He's um, like, well, there wouldn't have been a movie if I Gary told you has the most blood on his hands <laughs> like, of all. He he also Stephen in a very very rare display, and it's not that it's good, but in a rare display, Stephen tries to emote during this scene uh, and delivers one of my favorite lines of the movie, where he screams, "Who did my son?" <laughs> and uh, oh no, I loved it. I thought it was great because I'm gonna do them next. Yeah. <laughs> um, Basically, yeah. So so then Stephen he goes back to the cousin's house. And you get my favorite line of the movie where he is like uh, gearing up and uh, I don't remember what he's specifically doing. I think he's just loading a gun. Yeah. And then uh, Alice comes up to him and is like, what is this? This is revenge. <laughs> and Steven says, yeah, it's revenge. What the fuck do you think it is? <laughs> well, and it's immediately followed by one of my favorite lines in the movie. Or, or did you want to do this no, one? I want to do it. Do it. You're just as bad as they are. Oh, no, you skipped one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go back. You like a Go back, back, bro. God. She says, Simon, this will never end. And Steven says, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, I really like Steven. It's like in line this after line, yeah. man. Yeah, Steven's this is the just best of, of the movie. Zero fucks given, dude. Yeah. He's just like, he woke up and chose violence, man. Yeah. And now, Nolan, we, and we've then, gone around the table. Nolan, the, give the, us the, the kicker. The thesis statement. He's like, she's like, you know, you're just as bad as they are. And he's like, no, I'm a lot fucking worse. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm like, so that, that line like kind of clocked me in again yeah. a little. I was like, okay, Steven. But I got to say, my main thing with this scene is like, this is a complete 180 of everything else that their relationship has been so yeah. long. Yeah. Literally, it's like, fi- like part of the movie ago, what, maybe 20 minutes ago, she's like chilling in his apartment telling him what a good dude he is. <laughs> yeah. Now she's just like, man, 
you're like a real fucking asshole. And he's like, yes, after, I am. I'm much after worse, After she actually. murdered people with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, after she was, like, fucking firing guns with him. Like, yeah. She's just you know, fucking mad because she's the landlord and, like, realized, like, oh, my God. Stephen <laughs> destroyed her business. 30 bodies. Stephen. <laughs> what if she didn't know he was behind all the dead bodies in and around his apartment until that very moment? Yeah. It's because she thought he just, he just uh, he'd been chilling in the apartment. Maybe. Just snooping she, around maybe she and thought to find, he was like, there evidence. for her that whole time. She had a big crush on him, and yeah. And then now that she's realizing, oh, he he's actually is here to just kill all these people. Maybe like, it's just because he choked her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one eighty. Yeah. She's like, okay, she's fuck like, oh, this guy. Wait a second. Well, you mess with Winston, you mess with me. <laughs> yeah, and then like the, you, we have the end of the movie. A uh, big shootout, big Rudy Tootie, Steven shooting people, throwing them downstairs. A lot of slow mo, like. Uh, so much slow yeah like matrix most, level slow yeah like most of the movie up to this point very little slow-mo and then it's like yeah, it's every like, single death here it's like he has fucking like he's a max level character and he's unlocked <laughs> kill cams or something like berserk mode kills because everyone that he kills is just like a very slow like oh shit he got a critical hit on everyone yeah yeah he's, he he's the kill cam yeah he's been in vats for the whole final battle <laughs> yeah there's a there's a really good part where um he he's down to the final showdown with Shaw, and they're like uh, hiding around kind of corners in the same hallway. And Shaw just yells at him, "Come out of there, you big fuck!" <laughs> just like him, like he pauses and he's like, "Pussy." <laughs> <laughs> no, no additional after that. He's just like yelling random like off kilter insults as he like creeps towards Steven. Yeah, so good. which I gotta say completely weird display of confidence from Shaw. You did not think that through, man. This this is the Paul Bunyan motherfucker (laughs) that's just been absolutely ripping through ranks of armed gangsters. And now you're like, you know what? I'm going to fist fight him. All five foot ten of me is just going to go toe to toe with this dude. Yeah, and then in Classic Steven fashion, he just beats the shit out of this dude. <laughs> yeah, yep. Shaw and, doesn't and it wasn't hit. even, yeah. it was like genuinely the fight earlier with like the big beefy like skinhead mm-hmm. dude was more choreographed <laughs> yeah. and intense than this. He just like, yeah. he just mercilessly yeah. slaughters the police chief him, dude. He's he just, just throws like, this him is around it. like a doll. Yeah. And then <laughs> just beats the absolute hell out of this dude. And then Armand shows up mm-hmm. and the movie, the movie climaxes. Yeah. And so yeah. do I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So do we all. Well, uh, Steven's, like, choking out Shaw. Armand shows up. Shaw's, like, begging him to kill Steven, and Armand just lets Shaw die. <laughs> and, um, Does he get crunched? But why, though? Like, yeah, he gets crunched. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shaw gets crunched. <laughs> yeah. Why what? Like, this is just, like, something I just didn't understand. Like, did he just, like, he saw him murder all of his gangsters and ruin his business, and he was like, this guy's good. Well, it's answered by the very next part of it. Right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, um, kind of. And, yeah. and you guys definitely take it. All I want to say is another line I did like is when Armand says that Steven's just a white boy on the rampage. Because uh, I think that would have been a much better title. Aren't yeah, white all, boy man. on a rampage. Aren't we all just white boys on rampage sometimes? <laughs> yeah. You know what that's called? That's called podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damn, I think this show has to end after this one, bro. <laughs> we've, uh, we've peaked here, fellas. Uh, so... Yeah, indeed, Stephen <laughs> decides to let. Nolan's feeling the aftershock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? 
Stephen indeed decides to let Armand live, and he explains, I came here what I did to do. I got no problem with you. He specifically and, says beef. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got no beef with you. And uh, so Stephen, yes, you again, do. Again, he's thinking and, about yeah. food again. And, 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 and Stephen, Stephen, I've got no uh, steak with you. <laughs> I've got no Wendy's two for five with you. <laughs> Stephen returns the gun to Armand because, uh, of course, he stole it from Armand. Yeah, he just yeah. took it to flex. He, he took, took it. He back. took it just to flex, and then Armand delivers the big line that the final I, lines, the of final the lines of the film that I know Keegan had written down. If Keegan wants to do it, if Keegan's I'm feeling up to it, it oh, you didn't I write did. it down. <laughs> Well, I, I have I it by I have it by heart. I know. Yeah, yeah, I think we all know what they are because they're yeah. the most memorable. But Dylan, you can you can absolutely I'll, I'll take, take it. us out. Uh, and Armand looks as, off into the distance. As Stephen walks as away. Stephen walks away down mission. the stairs, weirdly like wobbling around <laughs> his Paul Bunyan ass, like a penguin. And he says, "Damn, that shit was gangster." <laughs> yes, I remember that. What he, he says also feels like that's a cool motherfucker. Yeah, that's a cool yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> One line is not enough. Yeah. yeah, we missed a great line earlier mm. on where he was talking to I think the fuck names blanking on me cop guy Shaw right Shaw. Frank Shaw Frank Shaw, Shaw. And, and like Shaw like I don't remember why he said it but he was like you've been to Nam yeah like, oh that's the helicopter scene yeah he's, yeah. he's talking to Armand right, yeah. right 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 and he's like not nah, Compton. Yeah. Compton's way worse. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, dude, I, I can tell you, I bet the people who wrote this movie <laughs> yeah. probably never never driven through. Well, well, also, and, <laughs> also, also, and I've never been to Compton, but it was the year 2007 when this movie came out as well. Yeah. Just um, another the, weird the Compton thing. terror is a little outdated <laughs> at this point. Another thing about the, uh, the helicopter scene, too, is how weird it is that he asked him if he'd been to Nam. No, it's because he like Armand compares it to Vietnam or something. Yeah, he says I guess, yeah. He says it wasn't totally weird. out of nowhere, but it's still a weird he question. Said, yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, you been to Rambo. Nam?" He, 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 yeah. he did yes. talk yes. about Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Like, Rambo is go. in yeah. the cinematic universe of Urban Justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is Scarface. So is Scarface. Great films. <laughs> yeah, two films Steven's never seen. But I'm is, sure. Are <laughs> other Steven movies in this universe? I maintain Basically. they're all sequels of each other. What if Steven thought that like references to Scarface and Rambo were like made up films just for the movie? <laughs> <laughs> he like, doesn't know they're real movies. Well, first off, both of those are in scenes Steven's not in, so yeah. he does not know them. Well, Steven would never, would Steven never Ram- sign off on one of those two action heroes being mentioned in the same scene. Yeah, my favorite action hero, Scarface. Well. I, well, I, I mean, yeah. well, certainly Stallone. Like he would not want to yeah. be—he would not want to be mentioned in the same breath as Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Well, unless it was like, uh, you know, a certain like, like Steve the obvious way. is better than Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Obviously. Can I can I laugh in your face? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's for the underground heads. There, that's uh, good interview material from Stephen. That's extra homework that we do. <laughs> and so that's the movie. That is Urban Justice. Yeah, um, great film. The well, last uh, directorial effort from Donnie Fauntleroy. So far, who knows? Might see him again. Maybe he'll return. Yeah. Burned out. 2021 is shaping up to be a great year, fellas. Yeah. Burned out brightly. Does like Steven a fire. Well, I don't, mean, I don't mean ever. I Steven just directed from... once. Oh, shit. We, we answered two questions there. We... Yeah. <laughs> this is good podcast. Yeah, this is what we love. This is good. We're going to start having separate conversations. <laughs> People will love that. I'll let you, you, you guys finish your thing. <laughs> Whatever bullshit you were talking about. I literally don't remember. 
Oh, I just clarified this wasn't, as far as I know, Donnie's last movie. Right. It was his last with Steven. I don't know if this was his last yeah. effort. And Nolan asked if uh, if Steven had directed, which he has done once. Yes. Uh, on Deadly Ground. For some reason. Right? It is on Deadly Ground. Yes. Okay. I get it mixed up with Fire Down Below. <laughs> Easy to do. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything else any of you guys want to say about all urban justice? No. I think my main takeaway from this is that it's like an alien with no understanding of like actual human like reality mm-hmm. just only gained its knowledge of people and how they act from action movies yeah and then wrote its own action movie it's kind of like uh the thing now everybody does on the internet even though none of them are real where they like i, I made a bot watch a thousand mm-hmm. olive garden commercials <laughs> yeah it's like if you made a bot watch a thousand action movies and then it just throws one together because it's just to me like made up of tropes you know, yeah. oh, like, absolutely. like you, you see Steven at his own son's funeral and he's still the dude that's just standing in all black 30 feet away. Like that's usually for like somebody that no one else is allowed to know about or know that they exist. Yep. That's like your secret partner in a secret agency. But that's just his dad hovering 30 <laughs> feet away who he was also, by the way, very close to. Yep. Still Apparently. just hovering 30 feet away. It's just it's stuff like that. It's stuff like Steven simultaneously being a bad and good guy. Yep. It just can't decide like which action things to be consistent with. Mm-hmm. It's just like eh, you know, and it whatever. Randomly generated Danny Trejo in for a scene. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, in the, in the script it actually said Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like it just wants to get like two tropes that contradict each other, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like he's in he's in Winston's apartment. He's loading up like a fat arsenal of guns. He talks about how awesome this machine gun is specifically. And then, so right there, you're like, okay, cool. It's the thing where the dude loads up his big arsenal with two gun belts and goes into the final showdown. Mm -hmm. But then he stealth kills a guy and just takes his gun and kills everybody at the end with that. And the machine gun that he was like singing the praises of in Winston's apartment is just never seen again. It's just stuff like that, that it's like, which, which action movie do you want to be? Yeah. And it just takes both every time. Yeah. It's 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 great. It's it's Steven. Yeah, it's Steven. Lovely. That is kind of just Steven. Yeah. Always great to have guests on that just kind of encapsulate things that we have to deal with every week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. No, it actually is. I'm not. I'm not yeah. No. It, yeah. It, it, it's very affirming. Um, yeah. Keegan, gonna, I mean, if uh, yeah. the if the answer is no, nobody has to say anything else about urban justice. I mean, that's technically not true, but like truly specific. painful. It's okay. good to relive horrors every once in a while, and I've yeah. now relived this twice. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I did not remember anything about it. I realized um, at the end I just that re- we did finish it. We definitely did finish it at I, your house that one time, it and it was all. just like getting peed on in a rainstorm, and <laughs> like it just washed right over. Didn't remember any of it. Yeah, I, I, I really. The only part that I remembered was the part from our theme song. <laughs> Because I had to take that part to make the theme song. <laughs> I was like, I had deja vu throughout when you delivered the last lines, calling Steven Seagal a cool motherfucker. I was I like, holy shit, we did finish this. And it was just so goddamn, movie. like, truly no aspect of this stuck with me. Well, <laughs> an incredible film all around. <laughs> let's, uh, let's dig into our. Our little award? closing segments. Well, we've got an award winner coming up We've got an here. award-winning segment. <laughs> um, we're going to dig into some IMDb trivia. Um, there's, a, like, with these later era ones, there's never really any good trivia. Um, sometimes explicitly bad trivia. Sometimes explicitly bad trivia, and we'll get into that. Is that where he gets, like, more into crime? Um, His crimes become more obvious? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes they are just about crime, and that's always tough. <laughs> 
Um, the the trivia here is pretty basic. Um, he's worked with Donnie Montelroy before. One and again, the po- the whole point of this <laughs> is that none of this can be trusted. But it does say supposedly at one point Screen Gems was considering this film for a theatrical release, which I could buy. Yeah. Like um, particularly relative to even like later theatrical Steven Seagal's. Yeah, I could. This could fit alongside Glimmer Man easily. Yeah, better than um, Glimmer Man. Uh, like on par. <laughs> well, it's a lot like less boring par. than Glimmer Man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less boring than Glimmer Man. I don't know. Um, well, maybe. Yeah, I think you're forgetting. I think you you might be forgetting Glimmer Man. At I this know, point. I do know that Glimmer Man was the first one I truly like despised. Yeah. Um, and then this one that I am very interested in and kind of believe, director Donnie Fontelroy agreed to direct the film under the terms that Steven Seagal would stay on set until he was told he could leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. I I do is kind of believe it. It's a recurring it. thing. Like Steven Seagal is just like huge goddamn baby and just like walks off <laughs> just and they're like where'd he go luckily you wouldn't be hard to find because you just like <laughs> look for this dude that like is just overgrown everything about him's too big yeah there he goes. Back. He, yeah he like refuses um, to rehearse but and... like he, the the fact he does all his own lines and stuff and just like the overall tone of the movie and the whole movie just being as a completed piece so much more whole than anything else leads me to believe that um but we also like to add our own little piece of trivia every week uh, just to leave our mark, and also as a little reminder that uh, don't trust the IMDb trivia, um, but also do your own research and because um, you never know if a Steven Seagal's podcast might investigate be everything. On. Yeah, investigate everything. Um, but uh, Steven's a piece of shit. But that being said, <laughs> um, last week because <laughs> because Flight of Fury had some really dark trivia and we didn't necessarily need to like com- compound that. There's already some obviously fake trivia on there. We tried to correct trivia, and um, I, I do not have the specific word choice that we used available. But these people have now twice that we've seen put up fake trivia claiming it's from a sight and sound interview. And uh, we tried to put in that uh, Stephen clarified in that interview he was sick of people using the interview for IMDb trivia and any Steven Seagal podcast that cite it will have their trivia deleted. <laughs> but but this correction was not approved by IMDb. <clears throat> oh, um, very sad. Yeah, it's not good. It was it was not approved. But we're gonna um, just add a little mark here about urban justice. Yeah, a little a little fact, a little behind the scenes mystery, a little, here. A little extra salt. So what are we thinking, boys? What, yeah, what uh, what stood out? How about this? Mm. It was originally not even supposed to have Steven Seagal, and his actual son played the the cop at the beginning, and his actual son got murdered on set, and they called Steven Seagal in to finish the movie. Are we investigating murder? It's creating urban justice as a documentary. Yes, we're creating lore. I think to put it in words, Steven. I think we should. It's got to be a bit more grounded than that. I think we should. I don't think that's true at all. That it needs to be. I like the idea that the the big dude that he crunched in the warehouse scene got actually knocked unconscious by steven while filming that scene yeah. that's stuff that really has happened yeah, yeah. oh no yeah do, um, he broke sean connery's wrist yeah. <laughs> sean connery's wrist um we could do that um steven i liked what keegan said actually about how steven saw the matrix and like became oh. obsessed with the um yeah, like had, the look we had bullet time and we had the fashion choice i guess we didn't have bullet time we didn't it wasn't some. in the budget yeah. Yeah. this was steven seagal's ploy to replace keanu in in a new matrix 
This was his like audition. He's playing the <laughs> long he's, game for me. Like, <laughs> wearing the weird like leather fucking trench coat things, which are like in the in the actual Matrix. I haven't seen that one either. Oh, I'm a, I'm a real. I actually haven't I'm seen the Matrix either. I'm gonna stand up. Real, real outsider. Well, it's on, the it's like. Uh, Steven Destroy, I guess, canon that Dylan has not seen any actually good action movies. That's not <laughs> Unless true. Unless Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is true. It's <laughs> like, like the, the visual thing, like the big leather coats. And it's like Steven, like, obviously, I feel like he saw that. And he was like, wow, this will look good if I do it. And he bought like a way cheaper, shittier version of one of those. <laughs> and he's already a yeah. big boy. He so it just boy. looks absolutely absurd with him wearing this shit. How about a source that isn't Steven said that he watched The Matrix and got all that, but Steven, when asked about it, vehemently denies having ever seen The Matrix. Yeah, he doesn't even know what The Matrix is. Like, Okay, so we could say an outside source has claimed Steven Seagal took extensive... Um, fashion inspiration. Uh, fashion inspiration. Costume inspiration, I don't know. From The Matrix, but has since claimed he has never seen the movie eh. maybe there's another Let's, thing that yeah. he's taking inspiration from that okay th- th- yeah like, it needs a little spice like what what would be another thing that steven would like in reality steven is really he taking saw, he listened to marilyn manson's <laughs> uh <laughs> whatever album came out that year of marilyn manson yeah because we're other people we're all, that we're all big, big manson heads. Yeah. yeah long leather coats <laughs> yeah we're all bi- we're all big manson family <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh no um, who else or maybe he had just heard my mcr's black coats. parade and he <laughs> just couldn't wait to wear all black <laughs> when did that come out 2006 brother oh no wait, what? Fuck there's you. no way black parade. are you fuck kidding you. me look it up i'm yeah i'm dead i would take nolan i would believe more confident about that there's no way in hell that the Black Parade came out. Maybe that's where it was. 2006? Okay. And then this came out in 2007, that song, right? We're in like middle school, so yeah, it has to be like no, 2006. No, Did MCR break up in 2013? Is that what I'm thinking? They broke so. up, yeah. Yeah, and, and no, yeah, like, 2013 is when they broke up. Okay. Yep. That's why I have that date as a significant MCR date in my yeah, head. Yeah, dude, that was a hard day. <laughs> All right, so how about this? Does... Rob Zombie wear the big leather long coat things. <laughs> I don't even know if well, Gerard Steven does. Seagal was inspired by Rob Zombie Mason. and he could be heard humming the tune of <laughs> Dracula <laughs> on set. All right. Well, Much to the dismay no. of the cat. This is becoming this is becoming a fucking disaster. This is going off the rails. We've got to get we got to get out of here. Um so right now I have an outside source has claimed Steven Seagal took extensive fashion inspiration from the Matrix. But he has since refuted. Steven Seagal takes no inspiration from any physical being. Steven Seagal finds inspiration from within. Dream, yeah. I think we've had that before. But but he has since refuted, saying he has never seen the movie. In reality, Steven was actually trying to replicate the look from his favorite band, My Chemical Romance. Let's go! (laughs) My shit made it in. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's final. Dylan has to approve it, guys. Please. Dylan doesn't like it. It's fine. I, Dylan doesn't like it. What do you want to no, put it's in there? No, uh, so now we're now you're gonna play this game. What? Now Does you're gonna play Steven the no. We don't have to do it. What? It's my game. I get to play that. Well, game. what do you want to put in there? What spice? I don't want to put anything in. Put there. some spice on it, Dylan. I refuse. Put some spice. Dylan, spice Dylan it up. Wolf, you you're see, not going to say anything. Then Steven it's going Seagal in. No, I'm, I'm, we're going to sit here. Steven Seagal until, has amassed a collection. So of Dylan just doesn't like MCR, and that's why the former Soviet Union. Steven Steven Seagal vehemently denies it. He actually got the inspiration. From his favorite band, MCR. Um, mm-hmm. 
You can't abbreviate it, though, because people no, I, might not I put know. My Chemical Romance. Good. Yeah, because there is a band called MCR. Um, Steven... Um, Stephen Stephen has been reported as having listening having been listening to the the songs on set uh, over and over again to the point to where Donnie Fontaroy threatened to fire him over it. And just imagine like a shabby trailer for Stephen to stay in, and you can just hear like that like muffled sound of My Chemical Romance like on full yeah. blast from inside the trailer. He's just like lurking Steven, around. Stephen tried like, to do a tried to get. Um, them to score the movie. Yeah, try, Steven tried to do a covert <laughs> op in which he replaced all of the the score with with MCR songs, but I think good. was was caught by Donnie Fontaroy. <laughs> I think you could uh, add like completely rescoring Urban Justice with pop punk as like one of our bit ideas that's going to sound way too good when we're finished with it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, absolutely. Rescore that whole film. I'm going to read the full trivia piece that I have right now. Yeah, this is going to be one of the really good ones. <laughs> Three paragraphs. Yeah, I think what I really like is that I feel like this episode has become absolute fucking chaos. <laughs> we, 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 were re- um, we were ready for that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> An outside source has claimed Steven Seagal took extensive fashion inspiration from The Matrix, but he has since refuted, saying he has never seen the movie. In reality, Steven was actually trying to replicate the look from his favorite band, My Chemical Romance. Steven was listening to the albums on repeat so loud, it became a problem for production. He attempted to replace the score with their music, but was caught in the editing room and forced to leave. Caught red-handed. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Yeah, that might as well be in there. All right. We good? We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Oof, all We're right. Happy. We happy. You kept red-handed in. We got yes. I we put got red- one bit <laughs> left to go, fellas. Yeah, we're we're not done yet, boys. Um, finally, as the the way we end this this episode and the whole show, we will be sentencing Stephen to a final prison sentence, including the life sentence he already deserves. Um, Stephen's current sentence is five consecutive life sentences plus thirteen thousand and fifty three <laughs> years. And uh, you will all be sentencing Stephen to a prison term that you kind of feel best reflects urban justice and uh, Stephen as he relates to urban justice. Yeah. I'm going lenient. Six months. Six months! Fuck. Whoa! That's... Wow. Well, we don't do months. Well, you can it... just put 0.5 years. Oh, you're right, actually. I will do 0.5 because that's a nice <laughs> even decimal. So yes. I lied yeah. to you. Yeah, Nick, okay. Nick came through clutch there. 0. Seven 5. months. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No. No, we already paying the gavel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right! Wow, that's fucking insane. I like um, this it's not the what did what did uh, <laughs> our, one of our guests gave him a really low score. I can't remember which one. Um, so Marcelo recently, yes. very recently, gave him a one year, one year for mm-hmm. attack. So I think Nick's come in with the lowest yet. Damn. Yeah, oh, actually, that's not a good thing to have on my reputation. <laughs> yeah, no. that's that's not resume material. Um, either of our other guests, well, not other guests, because Nick isn't a guest; he's an employee. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick's forced to be here. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Without and counting the previous sentences already for the collective existence of Steven Seagal, for this individual film, I'm going to say like 35 years, considering he's he's committed several murders, but I guess in a court of law, considering how things are, they would somehow get bumped down because it's like crime of passion or something. I don't know. They're not premeditated. Steven's fucking mad and he's just killing people. Yeah. So I have a question. But Steven Seagal is yeah. also, he's just out here... He's just racist the whole movie, too, so I don't even know how to factor this into a uh, legal sentencing, but he has killed lots of people. But he is angry, so I guess that's not premeditated or something. But he is out there hunting them, so I don't know. (laughs) So Someone should just 
extrajudicially kill Steven Seagal. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Steven Seagal is the only extrajudicial killer in that cinematic universe. Yeah. But I do have to ask, so is this a prison sentence for his character? No, no it's, for him. it's just for him. It's just, okay, for, it's just for him based on the movie. Okay, yeah. solid. Because when I heard 35 years for all those murders, I was like, did I just sentence a man <laughs> to six months for like 500 homicides in yeah. slow motion? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 yeah. Six months. Better. Yeah, six months, whatever. About that. Yeah. Mm. Well, you, I mean, can you give me the history of my ratings? I don't remember. <laughs> no. I actually don't. Please? No. Yeah, sure. Because. No, I'll, I'll, I got you. I'll help you I out. I only have two. It I won't know. take long. I know. So uh, if you remember Under Siege 2, Dark I, Territory. Uh, oh, we, oh, yeah. Your first uh, endeavor. You gave him a life sentence. Oh, sh- And then for Out for a Kill, which was your second one. A way worse movie. A better movie. No. 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 (laughs) Um, Under Siege 2 is still my favorite movie we've seen. Um, Out for a Kill, you gave him 10 years. Oh, well, the thing is, guys, I'm about to drop a bombshell. (gasps) And and I would say, you know, I I think, I still think uh, the second one's the best. I think this, this movie is so... Like the fact that it's like close to a normal movie just made me not want to watch it. No, like, I'm I'm even on board. more so. Like like the fact that it there there were some good performances in it and that there were some like decent character arcs like just made me more annoyed because it's like why is Steven even in this fucking movie? You know? Like so I would I would give this two life sentences. Because like <laughs> fuck this movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's straight to DVD. That's you a know? singer, man. Like <laughs> the fact that they wasted the talent of a national treasure in Danny Trejo okay. on this shit and the <laughs> fact that they Steven. <laughs> yeah, Steven's they wasted <laughs> no, 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 Steven's no, no, no. talent. Like two life sentences, like it's just it makes me upset. Like I, I zoned in and out the whole movie. No, I'm I'm on board. I mean, um Out for a Kill was fucking wild and I do think that there's like something to be said for a movie that's like balls to the wall like that versus something like Urban Justice, which is like kind of flying close to the sun, but Steven is just weighing it down. Out for a kill is unsalvageable. He's flying a plane and out for a kill. Or at least like pushing down like a Yeah. You know what I'm talking about like, I there's some fun it's cuckoo crazy. Literally. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, that that's my logic. Like, if I'm going into a Seagal film, I don't want to watch a Seagal film that's, like, the closest to a normal movie out of his filmography. Like, I want to see, like, balls to the wall, this is crazy as fuck. Yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, Dylan, you want to show him how it's done? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, now that the kids are done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we let the grown-ups talk. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, Alfred Justice, or what is this movie? Urban Justice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alfred Justice. Urban Justice is fine. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. It's it's. I think that we had we quoted this movie a lot more than a lot of the movies we've seen in the last like four months. Yeah. And I think that that's that's worth noting in my in my sentencing. Definitely, Stephen. Stephen does the voice so much. Yeah, he does movie. the voice. He does it so much, and yeah. that is one of the things I remembered most about this movie. As I was like, "Wow, he does that voice a lot." He does do the voice, and so certainly he cannot be given for me a lenient sentence, knowing that the voice was uh, was so prominent in this movie. So, 
but I'm not that mad at him. As you may remember, I gave him 10,000 years last week. Um, I'm well, not, this is it, not even... This, I, this is not in the, the same, same breath as no. Flight of Fury. Flight of Fury is an affront against God. Um, Urban Justice is not. I'm going to give him 20 years for Urban Justice. I'm, I'm like, lean... Did you want to say something, Nolan? <laughs> I, I'm just wondering, like, by my logic of a good Steven movie, like, what would be my favorite? Ticker. Think? What would be your recommendation for me? Ticker. Yeah. Or actually, Ticker's not that crazy. It's just really shittily made. That's true. <laughs> it might be out for a kill. Or out for justice. Oh, actually, well, that's kind of close to, like, being a real movie. That's true. But, um, but Richie, though, and all, yeah. that, all the crack. Yeah. <laughs> it does have all that crack. <laughs> yeah. Um Maybe honestly, I think maybe Out for a Kill is a good one for you. Submerged, nice. Submerged is wild. Submerged is wild, but Out for a Kill is like, I like. I wrote all of them down. I'm gonna gonna watch them all tonight and every. Let you know. Oh God, that goes against the fabric of this show. <laughs> yeah, please um, don't do that. No, I I I'm I'm feeling about where you're at with yeah. that sentence saying. Um, well, you know what? I did give him 18 years for Shadow Man, and this is better than Shadow Man. So I'm actually gonna change mine to 17 years. Okay. Yeah, just because right. I can't let Shadow Man, because this is better than Shadow Man, so I can't let Shadow Man sit above it. I'm gonna actually change mine to 17 years. So I think, yeah, like I said, I'm well. You lost me a little bit when you went lower, but I, yeah, I don't even want to. It feels like 20 <laughs> years. I don't know what I was on when I gave Shadow Man 18, because Shadow, because I do like Shadow Man certainly like a lot more than you, you guys. You can't, you can't like go back though because oh i refuse i refuse you know what keep it at 20 okay. i don't even want to do that revision i think that that's even that's cheating i think well, whatever no, I, I said first let it be well no i just meant like you can't go back in terms of like how you felt like yeah it, it's kind of okay when you're doing like under sieges or like the foreigner black dawn yeah. to be like well this is what i rated this other one but mm-hmm. i mean it's so also just so based on like where you're at a lot of it has to do with how the episode went <laughs> yeah again um, maybe last week's movie didn't deserve all 10,000 no, of did. those years no it, it did, did. It it did. It I'm really not even did. gonna dis- just dispute it. It, no, it, it, it deserved them. Um, but yeah, this is like a 20 year. This is this is 20 years. Yeah, um, for me, I'm gonna go a little bit over. I I really didn't like it. It's not like one of the worst ones we've seen in a while, but it has a lot going against it. Kind of outside what's on the screen, mm-hmm. the uh, just sort of <laughs> overall uh, very touchy sort of <laughs> kind of um, race relations throughout it and how it handles race is very weird in that it uh, basically doesn't handle it at all yeah Yeah. and again the fact that i had to be as nervous about steven saying a slur through this movie as i was definitely i think needs to factor in there um but the movie itself is pretty inoffensive ultimately Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna do 25 yeah i'm gonna do 25 years and that is gonna take steven's life sent well, his current sentence, including yeah. the life sentence he already deserves, to now seven consecutive life sentences <laughs> and 13,133.5 years. There it is. And friends, family, that's going to do it for this uh, episode of Steven Destroy. <laughs> our longest yet, easily. <laughs> yeah, and I know our, our listeners, our delighted listeners, sat through every moment, craving yeah. it. They love slurping it. Slurping it up. Who yeah. are we going to call out at the end of this episode? Who? I said, yeah, I'm asking. What do you mean? Like, that's what you always do. You always find a new person, like, to start beef with. Wow. No, <laughs> Nolan, Nolan doesn't watch the movie or listen to the show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, well, last time he was on, I think we were talking about Mark. Um, 
but we we don't have beef with Mark anymore. Oh, He's Mark welcome Maron. to come on the show. Yeah, Mark Maron. Yeah, of course, Mark, as we know him. Yeah, well, yeah. good old Mark. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mark. Uh, yeah. Mark he, McGuire. He, we are still <laughs> beefing with Conan O'Brien. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not so much a beef. It's not his fault, but we are coming for his iHeartRadio podcast award. This is true. Um, We're but Mark for him. can come on the show. Hashtag Hey Mark, come on Stephen Destroy podcast. Um, we will have you on. We can talk about how we are going to together take down Conan. Um, not in the sense that one of us will win. We will win. But, Mark, you can help us do that. I think that you could get closer to Conan. We can give him us. exposure by being here. Damn. Yeah. We can build his podcast up a little bit. I yeah. think he'll be thankful. Um, that's really going to do it. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks for um, watching the movie. I know that that deserves some genuine thanks. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and, uh, I'll say. You know, maybe we'll have some of you on again, Nick. Uh, I hope you you got it out of your system. Yeah. So that way we don't have to go through it again next week. Nick got to come out to play for today. Because, of course, Nick has to watch every movie as well just to make sure that we watched it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. Just went off this ride. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If anyone listens to this podcast, please, you got to help me. Well, we'll edit that out. But, well, um, it's also our genius that we let this run so long that nobody's listening now anyway. That's true. (laughs) We're almost 30 minutes over the runtime. Yeah. Of the movie itself. Wow. <laughs> Damn know, right. You know, those sort of uh, facts are why we don't let you speak. We yeah. don't like to think <laughs> that's, that. that's kind I'll of let it, I'll let it yeah. Do, dude. Yeah. yeah. Wait, to me? To Nick? Oh, good. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. All right. Um, what kind of an engineer says, hey, your podcast's running a little We long. gave you water this time. <laughs> yeah, you have water. You got to talk. Yeah, I think he should be thankful. I think, maybe, well, I'm not. I haven't decided yet if we're going to keep it in his dialogue. Right. Yeah, um, thankful for the opportunity. Yeah. So when we've been having guests on, we've been trying to like we've been having them do the sign off. Should we have? They all have to do it in unison. <laughs> they all have to do it in unison. <laughs> before or should we, we let them all just take turns. We'll get to that in a second. I do want to ask them right before we. we oh end. yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> do you guys think Steven Seagal belongs in the Steven Seagal Zoo? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't think of a thought more heinous than seeing Steven Seagal chained, completely nude, in his own feces, nude. Yeah, I'm thinking there should Behind be a glass. Steven Seagal aquarium. <laughs> if you know what I mean. If only you mean that he's drowned. That <laughs> is what I mean. His That's the joke. Corpse. <laughs> Just face down in a pool. <laughs> yeah, He's finally dead. It's decomposing it's like just him in a park puddle. And they caught this <laughs> Seagal aquarium. Yeah, <laughs> some small like rope pulled up around it, kind of blocked <laughs> off. What would you throw at him in the zoo? Peanuts. I throw bricks. <laughs> Copies of Jerry Maguire on VHS, probably. True. Okay. All right, well, now we're into the outro. Um, so the the sign-off for the show, I always do. Nolan's heard it. Uh, Nick's, heard it Nick's of course, heard it plenty of times. Oh, Nick's, Nick's frothing at the mouth at his chance to finally yeah. get to say yeah, it. Let's just let him do it. Let's just. <laughs> yeah, Nick, right, go ahead. Go. Give us the sound-off. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Oh, we should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, Nick is so good at his job, man. Yeah. This is why we keep him around. Yeah. Maybe we'll keep your audio in Good Lord, episode. yeah. Um, Sheesh. I yeah. think we should all, like, start the sentence and, like, each guy, oh, like, say God. their own little. There are just enough people if we split the last word in two. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So we'll do that. Split okay. In, split into two. Um, yeah. 
Well, so uh, I do want to thank uh, Marcelo for putting up these episodes without listening to him yep. and letting us get away with this. Yep. Um, although, as I've always saying, uh, by the time this uh, quote unquote comes out, maybe it's not coming out. Um, yeah, maybe one day he'll <laughs> listen to one. Yeah, but until then, <laughs> until, until then, um, we we appreciate it. Um, you can always find us uh, on Twitter at Stephen Destroy, and of course, we have an email. Stephen Destroy Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, uh, Steven Seagal Podcast at gmail.com <laughs> and Steven Seagulp at gmail.com. Uh, any of those will take, and yep. you can send those out. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. And um, if you give Marcelo enough money and put in like the little note it lets you make, um, stop putting up Steven Destroy. <laughs> Um, he might do it. So yeah. if you are really desperate to get our show off the air, donate enough money. I don't know what his price is, but I do believe he has one. Um, and I think that's going to do it. Can I say something? Yes. To close it. McDonald's bring back the Travis Scott meal. <laughs> um, I agree with that. And then. Um, yeah, I never get to have one. Of course. I didn't our, either. I just want to try it. Isn't it. It's just like a quarter pounder with bacon. Okay. Okay, James. Okay. <laughs> Which they still have, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, <laughs> you, I would you imagine still you're not that. a fan of Travis Scott. But <laughs> it's got shredded lettuce on it too. One of the worst toppings what? for a burger. Shredded oh, lettuce. As opposed you know? to whole I think lettuce? we gotta end this. To like leaves. Yeah. We gotta take this offline, Nick. Yeah, I think. We gotta, yeah, we're we're getting off the rails. All okay. right. Anyhow, we are going to. I think that this is a great way to sign off because we have so many of us here, um, and everybody has to do a Stephen voice. Um, so the sign off is. I'm so afraid I can't do that without. You're gonna, oh, you're gonna be the last busted. one too. So uh, <laughs> you're you're gonna have to just deal with it. It's gonna be great. Um, just, just so like uh, just whisper, like growling. Yeah, just kind of whisper, whisper and growl. But but don't it's, try it. Yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, just yeah. it's kind of like the voice, like 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 your voice. You just gotta like yeah. work harder to get it out. Yeah, just sound a little dumber. <laughs> uh, work harder to talk. Yeah, yeah. Make it seem like you're exhausted. Uh, so the sign off is. Um, Mm, thanks for listening, motherfuckers. And so, well, Dylan, because we're so good at podcasting, we've also forgot. Do we have a motherfucker count this week? Oh, brother! Uh, can you believe? <laughs> can you believe <laughs> the, the a couple of guys like us would forget something like this? Yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal. More parts of our podcast. Steven Seagal, motherfucker, <laughs> says says it not once, not twice, nor thrice. Steven Seagal says, motherfucker. Ten full fucking times Ten in this movie. Times. Ten yeah, times. Steven says, <laughs> motherfucker. Blowing out the mic. Steven <laughs> says, motherfucker. motherfucker. Ten times in the movie. <laughs> it's the some of the most. Jeffrey keeps on giving. Please leave. Yeah. The most ever. Please wrap this up. I'm gonna start singing too. Anyway, <laughs> of yes. course you guys stop. It. Yeah, because I want to chime in. Okay. So that's Oof. that's that. He said it ten times. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna thanks for listening, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, everybody, do their best, Stephen. Everybody know their word. Yep. No. Good. Can you choke? Mother. Me? Okay. <laughs> okay. I know that one. Here we go. Mother. <clears throat> Mommy. <laughs> Stephen, destroy. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. Beautiful. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad
but I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker.